0: One of my favorite C.J. Sullivan lines, when he talks about when people talk about Nathan Lane. What did
1: they sing? Isn't that your, your blood God, is
0: poison?
1: Is no, that's Bell Biv DeVoe. Bell Biv- God, that was,
0: God, that was, that, that's when you knew someone was kind of weak in college, when they actually liked that, that. They were so bad. When you were cool in college was when you listened to N.W.A. straight out of Compton. That's when you knew you were a badass. When that came out in 1988, that was like a game changer, my friend. Game changer. They made a movie about that for crying out loud. How many times did you actually
1: say the name of the band? What, what, what? Did you like, (laughs) like privately, were you just like, oh no, 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 no. I, I I don't recall, you know,
0: something I don't recall ever saying that
1: because I, she told me that too. She's never said the N word in her whole life. uh, She has never said a racial slur ever in her life. And that blew me away. (laughs) <laughs> I've said them all. Oh yeah, well, of
0: course, because it's fucking. You're a product of the rough suburbs of Chicago. It makes perfect sense. At the same time, like a, an ethnic thing. Okay, here's the thing about it. I, I remember saying the n bomb once when I was 11 years old, and I got scolded very
1: hard, dude.
0: my Not f- by my parents. Uh, it was it was my brother and his friends. Like, don't fucking say that. Do you want to know, you know what? The, and this is like in Virginia, which is a, a pretty kid, redneck
1: state. You know, as a kid, the some of the hardest I've ever laughed is. We were driving home from seeing Batman Forever. It was me, my sister. No, this was Toy Story. It was me, my sister, and my uncle. Yeah. And we were driving home. It was when McDonald's had the 50 piece nugget. Do you remember that? So, because he got me God, and my sister. That, that, that is just capitalism gone haywire is a 50
0: McNugget. Like, we have to have 50. We're going to grow these chickens without beaks, so- and then we're going to fucking make them for food. so
1: we were driving and this black dude, this black dude (laughs) ran across the road. Yeah. And (laughs) who are you with? You're with your father? My uncle and me and my sister. Yeah. Yeah. And he wasn't. No, we laughed about it, but he was on. He had one of those old ass car phones, (laughs) those big brick phones. Absolutely. And after the dude ran across the street, someone called him and he was just telling him like, yeah, I'm with my niece and my nephew. We just saw Batman forever. Some porch monkey just ran across the (laughs) road. didn't miss a beat and it me and my sister collapsed laughing because he said it so like and then this porch monkey comes coming and i thought it was the funniest thing ever because it was so just matter of fact or yeah. yeah yeah yeah
0: like, like that like that's a pr- that's how it embedded I didn't your know, racism i is. You didn't think it's know right, it was a racial know? slur yeah yeah
1: i yeah. thought it was just like this scumbag runs across the road uh, chicago Tell you what, Chicago, <laughs> it's uh, its old school in a lot of ways
0: still. I don't need my notebook I mean, because I got stuff written down. But I,
1: uh, but I like
0: it. I always will like Chicago. I love it, you know? But.
2: Uh, <laughs> I mean, even growing up, the only I ever heard were against Mexicans. Yeah. Yeah. Um,
1: so- I remember in high school, me and my friend Ryan Reed. Remember the movie? The, do you remember Not Another Teen Movie? Oh yeah, yeah. Like a spoof of teen movies yeah, that came exactly. out in the year two thousand. There's God, this. There's a, a scene. bad era. Of so young that. Person so film. that movie makes fun of the Asian. Tri- you know, in the eighties, they had the Asian foreign exchange student. Of course, yeah. So in Not Candles. Another Teen Movie, they make fun of that. We're gonna get going after I tell yeah, the story. Sure, I'm listening. Um, and then, uh, so they have this Asian character who's like. From the suburbs, but is overly fucking Asian. Yeah, yeah. And there's this scene in Not Another Teen Movie where they're leaving class. The Asian ninja kicks a dude <laughs> and then goes, chinks in the house. <laughs> me and my friend Ryan Reed for all of sophomore year would scream that in the halls of my yeah. fucking high, high school. school. Yeah, yeah. And like would get laughs like we crushed because yeah. <laughs> we would yell chinks in the house. <laughs> <laughs> he messaged me that on Facebook. He, I, I posted a comment. God. Of that, and he said he, that was his comment on one of my Facebook posts, and I kind of had to play it off. I didn't want to be like, "Hey, man." Yeah, yeah, exactly. So <laughs> I was just like, I remember going like, I, I, I was like, "Ha, yeah, we were fucking dumb back then," and he was just like, "I'm still about it." <laughs> yeah, he still probably screams it. Yeah, yeah, no shit. <laughs> Holds on, you're not gonna change
0: me. No, believe me. There's just a certain age thing in that too. There's certain things you don't say as you get older. You know what I mean? Like you sort yeah. of mature out of. I'll tell you this much, and, and I want to say this. With the, uh, 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 what I would call gay rights, which I'm sure dates me when I say that. So it's got to be LBGT, but you know, There's what I would call gay down. rights, you know. Um, the good thing about that, it cured me from saying the word faggot. It stopped me from saying it, which you know, that that's a good thing. Yeah. I mean, it's, it is, because I said it a lot. <laughs> it was... In my vocabulary, I just made, made
1: a playlist on a lot on Spotify call, and I named it "Gay" because <laughs> it's a lot of gay song.
0: <laughs> but it's just—I mean, when I think about that, it's like I am just glad I don't do that anymore. I mean, That—that—that's just there is there is uh there is a cuttingness. It's not as hateful as the end bomb, but it's uh, it's close. It's in the ballpark, you know if it's said a certain way you faggot i mean i remember going to sporting events like in the late 70s and early 80s and like people crowd like you you fucking faggot i mean yelling yeah. faggot me, like, loudly loudly in public you had a player you I-, I remember sitting in the
1: fucking bleachers this episode is going to be just you saying that i'm going to take out the 5 seconds and i'm going to be like i mean people and people said it you know and it was like
0: and i remember being like ah eh, it's kind of funny like i you know i was a bystander i guess I guess it wasn't so neutral because it made it into my vernacular vocabulary. My 20s and 30s, I said it all the time. All right. I'm sure I said it fucking thousands of times. Probably, probably more. All right. You ready to roll? You know? Yeah. All right. Let's fucking. We're, 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 it's, we're priming. We're priming for the show. Oh, yeah. It's a good thing. All right. But we're going to watch this Angels in America thing. Oh, definitely. <laughs>
1: you know? All right. I'm going to do my. I'm going to five. Countdown, and then I'm gonna do. I have to do a whole process
3: here. (laughs) Okay, let's start the show with this catchy tune.
1: Everybody, tell you what—that song gets written. my mind going. It's good. It's a nice. That's why I like having a my nice little going. pause. Yes, it takes two minutes to start the show. We get to sit here. Exactly. Have okay. our thoughts. We get we fire off hook. before it's the, the show. Yeah, it's going through my insecurities, you know. Welcome <laughs> in, everybody. I am Keith Paisel. This is my podcast here with Adam Crocius yes. as always. Watching speed. Exactly. A lot going on. <laughs> got Amy a lot going on. Got Amy you know? Comey Barrett coming uh, in. Yes, I mean we got Angels in America trailer. Were not you the one that were
0: thinking, no, there's precedent. I had hope they're, they're gonna hold hope. off. No, they're not gonna hold off. They're gonna. It's the cherry on top to a, just a horrific presidency. Okay, that's a little preview. Of what we're gonna say. Go ahead. I think he. Well, yeah, we got young Keanu here. Yes, in and, and Speed, this is Keanu is definitely on his height. I mean, he. It's funny how you call him young Keanu because I. This is when I think of him,
1: this is what I think of. This is 25 fucking years ago. No, now when I think of Keanu, I think of the ponytail, the (laughs) man bun Keanu. Yeah, well, he's like, I think he's like probably knows how to play the guitar, the banjo, all the stringed instruments, has a band. I'm sure he has a band.
0: Oh, he was in Dogstar. He was in the band Dogstar in the 90s. What the fuck is
1: Dogstar? Dogstar was his
0: band. I told you the story. I think I told the story on the show oh you show. saw dogs? no i didn't right? see no here's what it was i was living with a, a you woman worked. oh yeah she wanted to see dogs, well, and she's like i want to see this band Dogstar. so they're playing a park west i was like oh i need a ride there i was like okay, i'll give you a ride you know so you know and we're kind of prepping and i, I didn't really know a dog's i hadn't really heard of them i had a faint memory you know a faint knowledge of it so we get close to it and i'm like god there's all these women <laughs> and, and like young women kind of my age a little bit older a little bit younger within my i'm like and you know it's all these women. And I'm like, well, what's going on? I said, oh yeah, Keanu Reeves is the bass player in Dog Star. <laughs> so she wanted to go see. Ke- I mean, that's what he was. I mean, he was you know, he, he was a fucking dude, man. <laughs> he had a creative side, you know. Yeah, but a lot of those guys don't transfer well into music. They want to be musicians because they know it'd be cool, but you know they can't do it.
1: <laughs> well, they try and be too, like deep. Yeah, I, I know. Yeah, like. yeah, just just right. or else. Did Play you see, covers or something
0: you know like that did, who was that f- rust was it Russell, Russell Crowe Crow had four grunts? What was it well, called the four? Yeah, something grunts like that. Yeah, you know, and, and they show his crowd. It's all it's all women <laughs> And then like I talked they about love got, him
1: Billy Bob Thornton's got his
0: band Oh, yeah, we talked about that. Oh, yeah, you wouldn't, if you had Tom Petty in here, like trying to take, yeah, exactly. Just listen, you're, a, you're, a, you know, you're a, uh, an actor in a fucking band, okay? And that's cool, do your thing, you know? You're allowed to do that, you know? But you know, you're not that good, so. <laughs> <laughs> so Jeff Daniels is too. not dead yet. I thought he would, he oh, would he's be not dead already. Oh, dude, he's, this guy's had a, a, a bizarre trajectory.
1: Oh, I mean, no, I'm was just in saying in this movie. No, he's not. He dies he a little bit later. Okay. Be yeah, he should have, though. Look at that though. computer in the background. It's the green fucking that screen?
0: I remember those. Those are the ones I remember were, and
1: thinking this was like the height of technology. That's even before like even it was called an operating system. Although it be, was just the entire computer. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. It was a glorified Nothing uh, was fun about computers.
0: Oh, yeah. No, it was very, I know. In fact, that's the reason why I never really got into them. Dude, you in know?
1: second grade, we took computer class, and I kind of hated it.
0: Yeah, I, I, I remember doing it in the eighth grade, like learning the language basic 10, 20. It would do a ba- like here. And you, you'd write this 10 step program that like would show a fish going across yeah, the screen. No, we were. Past I, I that. couldn't even do that. We I couldn't had, even do that, my friend. That's how technologically inept I was back in 1983 in Mr. Regnerus's class. We anyway, had a number. fired up. We had
1: fucking like, there were games at that point, little educational games. But we had to learn the keyboard, keyboarding. Once we got into fourth and fifth grade, we had to take keyboarding. Interesting. I had the eighth. Oh, it was so stressful. And then you had the final, I crushed it. And then the final test, they cover the fucking keyboard. Because the first few tests, they they cover portions of the keyboard. Yeah. And they make you not look. But for the final thing, you had to like type out an entire paragraph with the keys covered you see it's funny you mentioned that because i I was so stressed about it oh absolutely i nailed it but it took me some of my friends breezed through it but it was work for you you had to focus you had to focus well good for you
0: there's a lesson learned i think you You couldn't
1: quit it was one of those things where they were like you cannot pass the fifth grade unless you (laughs) fucking ace your keyboarding Uh, shit it's you know i had typing this is I I had a typing class. This is how fucking
0: old I am. Saves women's lives. <laughs> typing. And you took it. You know, and-, and- I was taught. About, oh, he's about to kill a fucking baby. I, I, I well, well that, that's always the cliche. But then they, they they thought they killed the baby, but you know, someone's a woman pushing her cans, man. Like they, that was a twist because it was it was a play on the cliche of like French Connection. I love it that when that the she's... French Connection had that. That was like, whoa, you're gonna hit a baby. That was a very dramatic moment. In They're keeping it
1: real though. A homeless person would try and beat up that bus. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they, 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 they got gritty for this that. one. They they
0: they went down to
1: Skid Row and filmed. But
0: anyway, yeah, it uh um Keanu it, we, we went off on a tangent there, but yeah, he was like I mean that that was like I'm trying to think the breakthrough for him. What was the breakthrough role for him that truly made him? You know. Cuz he was in a bunch of stuff. He was in Dracula, he Who, was Keanu.
1: All, yeah, and then he was also in like uh here, let's look up his later it, fucking. What, I remember in 87 He did have a chill period in the 90s where he was just like like I th- I feel like this might have been almost a return
0: no, well, he was in 90. 90- like,
1: I'm not Bill
0: and Ted, dude. Yeah, yeah well, I, th- I think it's him definitely trying to make the leap out of that. It was Bill and Ted. We when just hit did it right the down. fucking
1: Surf Robber movie happen? That happened in 91. <laughs> that movie was they huge. They really remade that.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Well, C.J. Sullivan had a great line See, one time. See, that's when... That's no, where- to, the the C.J. Sullivan line, I just want to say he was saying... <laughs> He was just like he was in a theater one time, and some dude yelled, "They better not mess that one up." When he saw a preview <laughs> for for Point Break, he's like, "Yeah, you, you better not mess up Point whatever it was Point Break." It was hilarious. Like, I always forget that about masterpiece.
1: I always you know? forget about the movie Parenthood.
0: Yeah, he was. in, I, I saw Parenthood with Jamie Stout on a date. On a date.
1: So after Dracula, she liked we have know, much I, ado I didn't about. Deal with
0: her very well, man. I could have nailed her. Sorry. <laughs> How's that for a reveal?
1: It's all right.
0: <laughs> anyway, go ahead. I- I'm we sorry. have uh, much ado about nothing. Yeah, yeah. Well, he was also like uh, dangerous liaisons, like a period piece with Malkovich and even the Close. cowgirls
1: get the blues. That seems like one of the, a title of like this is going to be my movie. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I've done all that stuff for Hollywood. This one's for me. Well, I think that wasn't that. Let's that was see what a novel. this about. It was a
0: novel, a uh, written by. Uh, it was a novel. I can't think of the, the author's name right. I should know him.
1: Oh wow, it's got. What looks like fucking Andy McDowell squatting like a catcher and hitchhiking. That's like the poster. You know, man. It's based on a Tim Robbins. A Tom, Tom Robbins. I, Tom,
0: still Life with a Woodpecker. It's yeah, Gus Van exactly. Zandt.
1: What, what, it it's was, Gus Van Zandt, so you know it's fucking damaged children wandering. <laughs> yeah. Well,
0: that's what my own private Idaho,
1: which he did with Gus Van Zandt. Well, that's too. all fucking uh, I know. G- gay hunting street is. hustlers and shit. That's all Goodwill hunting is. Yeah.
0: Is fucking dickholes from Boston being all upset. Yeah, I'll say this much. The one thing, uh, the one thing Van Sant catches pretty well. He captures uh, fucked up youth very well, I think. Dude, that's a
1: cancelable moment. And so I love the remake of Psycho because it's shot for shot. Like, it's no different. It's just in color. Well, and
0: well, I think there's some. I guess the
1: subtext of the original one was that uh, Perkins was gay. He's like a closeted gay guy. Absolutely. Absolutely. Because that's what he was in real life. Yeah. You know, but, And yeah. I remember when Gus Van Zandt was talking about making the movie, and I think Vince Vaughn, I think it's Vince Vaughn, when they were asking him for the part, Vince was talking to Gus Van Zandt, and he goes... So you're going to make them a fag. (laughs) And Gus was just like, yeah, (laughs) that's how that much they threw. We were talking about that off air. about How in the 90s, that word was just there. Oh, oh!
0: again, we were saying this as we were priming. For those of you, we have a process we go through, kind of an informal process. Sean Young
1: is an even cowgirls get the blues. Wow. Oh,
0: she was still. Yeah,
1: that's like Jesus Christ. (laughs) So the film is a transgressive romp. I don't know if you knew about that covering topics from homosexuality and free love to drug use and political rebellion to animal rights to body odor and religious. It's very West
0: Coast. He's very Portland to me, man.
1: So he's the narrator. Uma Thurman's in it. Lorraine Bracco. Angie Dickinson, who's the fucking punchline of every fucking (laughs) alt comic. She
0: has a bizarre career. That woman has a career. Pat Morita as the chink. Wow. Wow. Wow, yes. <laughs> did that come out like what year was that? Was that ninety two? 94 it was 94 okay no 93 and then 94 okay okay. it was released
1: twice my original instinct
0: was 93 i should have said this movie cost eight
1: million dollars to make yeah so it made it a little bit of a budget river phoenix edwin james you could tell he just fucking paid people in heroin to be in this movie oh yeah absolutely carol kane rain phoenix they got the other phoenix sister in there ed begley jr my guy (laughs) (laughs) yeah so this that had a cast this movie got first this was one of the worst movies of that year. First worst, first worst, second worst. <laughs> well, yeah, eighth, you know <laughs> eighth worst by the Rolling Stone.
0: Yeah, I give Van Sank uh, credit because he's been able to survive, you know. <laughs> but he, uh, again, he
1: he captures fucked up Katie you. KD Lang did the soundtrack. Oh, God. She was such like the
0: lesbian at the time.
1: Oh, my mom loves Katie Lang. Expressing Lang. What was the song? Fucking, uh, what was her big hit? I don't know. It, it, oh, she, I used to It was know like, it. she's like gay, Patsy Klein. Constant craving. <laughs> she <Hello>. was. <laughs> I hate Katie Lang, dude. My mom likes some garbage Lilith Fair fucking music. Oh, yeah.
0: Oh, yeah. That was big in the 90s. Absolutely. You know, it was like fucking women, like with rock and stuff.
1: Tori Amos was the only one <sighs> I accepted.
0: <sighs> the who it was also like. I uh, like fucking. She Amy. was Joan Osborne. She was good.
1: Amy yeah. Mann is yeah. good, but then it was also like uh, McLaughlin,
0: Catherine, Sarah were, McLaughlin Sarah is McLaughlin. fire.
1: She's more poppy, but like Sean. Th- so check this out: Spin Doctors, Blues oh, Traveler, God. Lisa Loeb, they and Joan Osborne—they all came up in the same music scene. Yeah, they would all just fucking noodle in fucking blues yeah. clubs all night. Like yeah. that's why their concerts are nine and a half hours long. Yeah, because well, they came would, up in in the fucking Lower East Side, side music of like the late eighties, just playing 80s, fucking for seven 90s. and a half hours in a fucking. Yep. You see Joan Osborne perform for nine. I had a residency. I lived on
0: stage. Listen, uh, Wicker Park was that way, man, in 92. And that's smashing pumpkins with a
1: head of it. But there was like. Veruca Salt. It so, wasn't
0: quite as robust, but there was ministry was part of that.
1: You know, I always forget. Ciano scene was in my own Private Idaho. He got butt fucked in that movie. Oh, Everybody my, gets butt fucked in that.
0: Movie. Well, well, my own. It's it's about gay street hustlers. Again, buttressing my point, so to speak. But your point. That, 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 that Gus Van Sant captures fucked up youth well. Okay, I know this is a a huge statement. We're making a statement on this podcast. I'm going to make really obvious statements. Well, what know? a well, I think we the can Citizen all. Susan Kane an important
1: movie. <laughs> not his best movie by the way what 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 who's uh uh fucking uh orson wells yeah well what's his best what's the one that fucking came? i forget the title of it it's it's like a murder mystery let me see well it it's one of his last ones before he truly got like morbidly obese and <laughs> <lost his> fucking <laughs> <shit>. <laughs> well fucking well
0: he directed he produced he wrote the fucking thing he was 26 years old you know, like just creating that. Like you know, I, I can
1: put it together. I'm, a, I'm trained in Shakespeare, and I, uh, you know, the magnificent Ambersons. Hmm. Yeah, the magnificent Ambersons is regarded as one Wells of Wells's masterpieces. Yeah, uh, although Reams have had, although Reams have been written about his second feature, what remains of it, nevertheless, is a major accomplishment. Yeah, I think it just at the time was like it's not Citizen Kane, and then like. Years later, they were like, actually, it's better. <laughs>
0: Everyone has to say it's the greatest. Citizen Kane is the great. I'd say one of the greatest movies ever Night of the Hunter. With Robert Mitchum, that's one of the best movies ever, man. You gotta, you want to see? Mo- there are so many movies that have just thieved from that movie. It's such a good from movie. From Citizen Kane? No, well, not not well, it's not Citizen Kane. Yes, it's in that ballpark. But I mean, I'm saying a uh, Night of the Hunter, the Robert Mitchum movie, where he plays a con man oh, preacher yeah. that goes around a different town. The plot of the movie is he's trying to kill two children, and they're trying to get away from him. That's the plot of the movie. But they do it like in this Hansel and Gretel style. Like there's this whole German expressionist thing that was. I'm sure there was like you know. Nazi <laughs> like filmmakers who got out of Nazi Germany who were still around in Hollywood, like in the 40s and 50s, the they, like were contributing to that, you know, see, at least we're that normal. We have it.
1: to we're normal. Yeah. We have to look these up. I'm always weary of people who could just fire off Orson Welles filmography. Yeah. Of yeah. just like I just
0: know it. What did you? Yeah. I mean, I, you know, he's a name. He, he, we're talking about him right now. We're going freeform. Speaking of the nine-hour jam coming up in the same music scene, Paisle, we're going to just freeform it on our podcast. So
1: this, th- this stranger movie is the only one of his that was ever a box office success. Look it back. It cost one point three million dollars and earned two point two five. And movies were in theaters for like nine and a half years back. Yeah, then. Well, yeah, no, yeah. At Fifteen <laughs> months it was in theaters. It had grossed three point two one six million dollars.
0: <laughs> it's because you know a movie was literally like a nickel or a dime. You know, maybe it was a quarter in a big city. It's
1: called The Stranger. It's about someone sitting on well, their hands. What's the first the price off. of a ticket you remember? What, what was the price of a? I don't, a don't know because one. I don't really know when I was a kid, but I do know that my parents took us to the movies all the time. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. No, i like go. my dad was, I liked him. It was fun. I remember one time my dad had my grandpa take me and my sister and him to the theater that was like, not the good theater. There was a, what the fuck was it? It's nice now, but it was in Ford Heights. It was near yeah. Ford Heights, which yeah. was the bad neighborhood. I was going to sit yeah, bad. <laughs> And by bad, what do you mean, Keith? Oh, Ford Heights was the fucking poorest <laughs> suburb in yeah. the country Ford, at one yeah, point. It, it, it was black, right? It was in Ford Heights. Well, no, it was also aggressively dangerous and poor. Yeah, yeah. Like I, I like Harvey neighbor, level? Like Harvey my, oh, level? Oh, yeah. My yeah. neighborhood was black. Yeah. Ford Heights was like my parents wouldn't, if I told them that's where I was going, they would stop me. They'd be they, like, no, you're not going to yeah. go there. Yeah, yeah. It was bad. Yeah. It, like, like you drive through it now, it looks run <laughs> oh, the fuck down.
0: Man. Harvey, I remember I tried doing some business in it's not Harvey. a thriving area. Well, the, some southern suburbs are truly just they've like rotted out, you know, And like I mean, there's a lot of uh, malls down there that have just died because shopping malls have died off. So they're just they're just these giant structures that haven't had
1: anything for years. So we know? were in that area Jesus, and Christ. we we saw the movie Curly Sue <laughs> with fucking Jim Belushi <laughs> And some curly headed little child who yeah. I think became a porn star yeah. <laughs> or like n- you got involved in the something. adult entertainment industry. I'm going to look that up here. In she a was second.
0: so cute when she was eight. No, she's
1: I gah. remember yeah. after the movie, we walked to some random fucking bar <laughs> with your dad. Yeah. And we had to call my grandpa to come pick us up in his giant oh, Cadillac, man. And like, I just remember sitting on <laughs> did you know those like fucking basketball hoops you yeah. fucking put they had one of these and the lighting was very purple in this bar yeah. i don't know how old i was but i don't think i was very it was when curly sue was in theaters yeah i mean you were probably like what seven? Oh no let no.
0: me see i mean yeah maybe even like younger i was like three or four whoa because you were born in 87 right holy shit i thought maybe this was like 93 that movie came out so
1: let's see 91 Ooh. so this was yeah, 1991 i was four jesus christ uh john hughes fucking direct written it. this was his last movie i think man it really just fucking almost made its money back so we saw curly sue we did love the movie yeah but i remember sitting at this bar waiting for my grandpa and like my dad was getting
3: hammered at this yeah. bar but yeah
1: my point is my dad didn't make a lot of money and we had a night <laughs> <laughs> so it was a good feeling exactly like, i had yeah. fun yeah i mean i yeah. got to i Growing up, I remember whenever my dad would have us in fucked up situations, my anger was never like, we're in danger. It was always like, I'm bored, dude. Like, I want to leave. Like, I'm, I'm tired of sitting in this bar. Yeah, 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 exactly. Like, I think even at one point he was making my grandpa stay outside. Like, my grandpa was there and he was just like, I'm going to have another drink. I'll be on in a second, Dad. I remember one time. I'm um, to do that. That's bringing kids to bars.
0: If you said it to people here in LA, I think they'd be they'd be mortified.
1: Oh, people would probably say the, I the, was the, abused. Yeah, you
0: were abused. A it's just like, well, that's what you fucking did. In I had Chicago. a good time. I had a good time. I remember going to bars when I was a kid. And I didn't
1: like them. One time we went when I was like 12, 14. I'm gonna kind of tell two separate stories, yeah. but they end up correlating. I yeah. remember I bought a Swamp Thing action figure from Kmart one time, uh-huh. and this was a real prime piece. Absolutely. It was. <laughs> It looked like the swamp thing from the second movie, which is my favorite one. It's a more buff formed swamp thing. The first one, he's all fucking yeah. He's a, he's a, he's a, a dude so. in a green suit. So I got this swamp thing doll. They put some money and they made the swamp
0: thing and look better.
1: I had had it like I it was attached to me. Like I would bring action figures with me everywhere. Yeah. It would be like in my pocket. I remember I yeah. went to the doctor and I had a Captain America in my pants. Yep. And I t- asked the doctor, "Do you want to see my Captain America?" And they thought I was going to whip my dick out. <laughs> and I pulled an action figure out of my pants.
0: Were they like, "Oh"? Oh, they loved it. Yeah, exactly.
1: So I had this fucking yes. swamp thing in my dad took us to some random fucking house. <laughs> I still don't know whose house it was. It was huge. Uh, there were yeah. several people there. Oh, yeah. It was I a party. Think, yeah. And I think my they weren't. This was pre Coke era. I think my dad just went there to drink. Yeah. But I remember it was pouring fucking rain. Yeah. And I had my Swamp Thing doll. I remember setting it on like a dresser, like a table. Yeah. And then we left. Yeah. And on the way home, we got into a car accident. My grandpa fucking slammed into some fucking guy. Yeah. And like my dad was all hammered. (laughs) And I remember we got into an accident and my dad immediately got out of the car. And I remember my first instinct was like, well, he's going to fight like this is going to be a fight. Y- yeah, but he ended up being really fucking mature for how drunk he was. Like, yeah, I think he just was snap him in a little he bit. He was yeah. trying to be like in control of the situation, yeah. which my yeah. grandpa was still kind of spry. He probably could have jumped out. Yeah, yeah, but I remember the part me being more annoyed over anything that like I was like, fuck, I left my swamp thing there. Yeah, to this day, I've never found a swamp thing action figure that like I bought one a month later and it was just this garbage lime green fucking yeah weird generation swamp thing figure yeah the limbs had like you'd pull it was like one of those (laughs) dolls where you would yank it and then it would pull back together yeah yeah exactly and i was just like i like i remember my aunt bought it for me because i had been moaning about this fucking yeah (laughs) and i just remember it was one of the times where i was just kind of like yeah thanks like this is not the same
0: but it's not your fault that you put up the swamp thing on the roof of the car it's your dad i mean you, know, you were 5 years old or were 4 years old you know what i mean like like you said like oh yeah you were upset like but like it's their fault right i mean i hope you weren't blaming yourself for that oh, that's what i heard no okay, no okay. i was just
1: upset that i lost that b- yeah. bomb
0: ass action but you finger. didn't lose it though i mean your father should have known to not to, to take it off well, the no i left it adult. at the house oh, the house we were at oh, oh but your, your dad I think still should you still should have been like hey man you Remember think that? i
1: remember yeah. putting it in a drawer like we were there for a while yeah and dude that is the fucking that's how protected you were in old school cadillacs we were flying down sock <laughs> trail dude in the rain <laughs> fucking literally a boat on the ocean yeah And we fucking. Did you just
0: barrel into a car? We fucking
1: barreled into this fucking guy, dude, like going 40 miles an hour. And and, and you
0: guys were okay, though, because you're in a big ass car.
1: There was no damage to Mm -hmm. my grandpa's
0: car. I know, I know. They were fucking. Well, those cars weighed like 3,800 pounds. So one of them, the the corner headlight bent back a little bit. The
1: corner headlight bent back a little bit, and it had one of those bumpers that had the big metal teeth on the front. Oh, yeah, yeah. And those were like metal fucking bumper, and i remember the bumper bent back and that damage on the front was on that car for the next 10 years yeah like for as far as i can remember that tail light the headlight and the bumper was bent
0: yeah yeah they didn't get it fixed or anything or yeah a lot of car
1: accidents when i was a kid my mom was backing (laughs) out one time she had a fucking oldsmobile yeah and she was backing out of her parking spot and someone fucking whacked into the back of us we got to stay home from school that day that was exciting yeah (laughs) because she was driving us to school there was no going back at that point yeah exactly but the big one i remember this is when i was like this might have been right after my parents divorce this was slightly traumatizing yeah so we this was when my dad still had a license he had a like a baby blue chevy cavalier yeah um this might have been one that, like, it was a rental car. It yeah. had like a rubber strip in the door, and I even think it was one of those blow cars where you had to like blow in it to fucking
0: oh oh to start
1: it to start. To it make... <laughs> It had something to do with a DUI. It was like a this yeah, is your last chance I car. Think, I think your dad. I think your it dad was a last a chance vehicle. Yeah. Oh, dude, his license. He used to show me his license, the one that was like yeah. that, the second to last got, one, the got, last got, one. No, yeah. the last one that got yeah. it had. Holes in it from tickets being stapled to it. That was yeah. back when you could get like forty-seven DUIs. Yeah, yeah. Before your shit got taken away. <laughs> I, th- <laughs> but I remember. In here's Chicago, what I, here's too, what man. I remember vividly about that. I remember us driving down the street. Don't know where we were going. It was my dad driving. My dad's best friend Larry, who was one of the top five funniest people I ever met in my life. Yeah. Number one is Willie Morgan. Yeah. Hilarious. Yeah. One like the guy that like you should be a comedian. Yeah, like a famous yeah, yeah, comic. yeah, yeah. Can yeah, yeah. just a naturally hysterical. funny person. Yeah. So Larry was in the front seat. Some other fuckers were in the back seat. It yeah. was loaded. And we were going to, well, other people, other things yeah. were loaded in the car, too. Uh, yeah. The back seat was ankle deep in beer cans. And, and this is your dad's last car, right? This is oh, his last yeah. chance. Oh, yeah. And it's,
0: it's still beer.
1: He had a problem with the bottle. Ankle yeah. deep <laughs> in beer cans. And I remember I was a, I remember telling him, Man. this was back when my, my grandma... And my grandpa, my mom, anybody, whenever we would go somewhere, they would let me sit in the car and pretend I was driving. They would take the keys, turn off, like they would just let me, how wild was that, by the way? Oh, I I remember. That you would just let a child sit in a car unattended, like in a neighborhood with rapists and shit? Oh, yeah. No, no. I mean, I remember that was was a form of babysitting. Lock the doors. So I would pretend to drive while they would go to the grocery store and shit. And I remember telling my dad, I want to drive. But I, I meant like when we get to where we're going, I would like to drive. Yeah. This motherfucker yeah. grabs me and puts me on his lap Yeah. while we're driving. Yeah. And just is like, all right, let's do this. And yeah. I remember I thought this is how you drove. Yeah. yeah so I can. start doing that and we fucking hit somebody yeah. <laughs> and he throws me in the back of the car and <laughs> the cops come and my dad's friend Larry had to take me to a gas station and buy ice cream while my dad got arrested but that's a dude that that should be in the act right there it's a great story it's a totally good story man and
0: looking back on it uh, because oh, I remember doing the same thing But yeah, I think I my, my the impetus to of
1: my dad take Telling Larry Who they called Lumpy yeah. To the gas station Is I think he was like Take him away While I lie to the cops Yeah Oh exactly Cause like They, they just can't get
0: him
2: know away He from was the situation. Driving. Yeah Yeah Yep
1: I almost And you might say something You know what was Fucking hilarious My dad goes <laughs> Right before the cops come He just goes God damn it Keith You almost didn't hit him <laughs> Like, we were so close from not getting
0: into an accident. Yeah, yeah, exactly. But I also, well, it's also his decision to, like, you shouldn't do that oh, at the same yeah. time. I'm a, I am mean, I'm of an era in the 70s. I have distinct memories. My grandfather let me sit in his lap when I was probably five or six years old. And he'd let me kind of put my hand, but I was very gentle with the steering. and He would just kind of gently hold it. And we went like the interstate. So it wasn't a lot of like turning and stuff. And I'd do that for five miles. This is how for loose eight the miles. late you know, it 80s It was like,
1: it was an exciting moment. Here's how know? loose the late 80s, 90s were. All evidence put, is put forth to you yeah. in that accident. Yeah. I think what did him in was the beer cans. <laughs> like, I don't think yeah. it was the accident. Yeah. I don't think it was him being drunk. They I were think taking it, booze seriously I think that it was time. like, dude, you have a backseat full of cans. Yeah. Like, this is fucking crazy. Yeah. And that's when I think trauma kicked in, and I don't remember the rest of that day. Yeah. I remember being in a gas station eating ice cream, and this dude, Larry, just, like, talking to me. Yeah. and pretending like it was like we were this was a part of the trip like oh we're yeah. going to stop for gas yeah yeah <clears throat> i don't remember how i got home yeah i remember my dad had to go to rehab after that because i remember we visited him at rehab like wow. inpatient rehab for a little Oof. bit like he was gone for Damn. a month Oof. and then he got out <clears throat> and he used his aa book to prop up a table <laughs> that should be a fucking <laughs> analogy for my dad's life <laughs> I told Lara I tell Bites. You what, this works for I me. told Lara Bites that and she was borderline offended. I thought I was joking because she was she That's was hilarious. It's she a hilarious was showing line. her AA book. She had it, and I was like, Oh, my dad had one of those. He used it to prop up a table. <laughs> like thinking you're putting it down. Yeah. yeah and she goes, Oh, that book saved my life. And I'm just like, Oh yeah, I know. I'm just saying Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's my dad cer- used it to prop up a table.
0: <laughs> it's a reveal of your dad's character. You know, it's not yeah. talking about her. He exactly. always had it in the house. Yeah. <laughs>
1: The whole (laughs) He quit drinking for a little bit after my sister was born. He got appendicitis and was vomiting blood, and they told him, If you don't quit drinking, you'll die. And he didn't quit drinking. I think he quit for a little bit years after that, but the appendicitis was not the he lived through that. I think that was a large part of why my dad always thought he was invincible. Because he had doctors tell him point blank, (laughs) like, you're going to pass away. Yeah. If you don't fucking He's still alive. And and that was Dog. like, and that was like twenty was that twenty five years ago? How long ago that what was? It was that? 85, eighty I wasn't <sighs> born yet. This is like when the <sighs> bears were rolling, dude. He he. Wow. I tell you what. If pe- people
0: listen to our podcast, to it's drink, mostly Chicago. He used to folks. drink rumplements. The pe- and shit. oh, I remember that absolutely. We, we, people who are not from Chicago who are listening to this podcast. And we, I hope we, we have sound, dude. You you have to understand the level of alcoholism in that city. I, look, I mean, it is a heavy. And, you know, you it's can find just, alcohol in L.A. is a booze city. You can get beer
1: anywhere. You know, it's a lot of liquor stores, but it, it doesn't drink. like Also, Chicago. people in the suburbs have like a we don't live in the city chip on our shoulder. So they act like it like this is a famous story. When the Bears won the Super Bowl, my Uncle Tom took my dad's fucking refrigerator and they put it in the back of a truck and drove it around my town and screamed <laughs> <laughs> yeah because the yeah. fridge ran a touchdown in yeah exactly <laughs> and i was just like that is so much work <laughs> and just so much <laughs> douchebaggery at the same
0: time though you're excited about it you want to do it it's oh yeah to go through to actually yeah that's definitely like that's like 70s 80s fun to do something like that you know that was like you know we'll i do come it like from that. the <laughs> peak
1: of every adult in my life every time the bears were on should have seen him in 85 not <laughs> like 85 they well, were yeah, good in '85. Yeah, exactly. By 2002, I was done with that. Oh uh, yeah, I was course. done with the '85
0: yeah, Bears. Chicago's—I is, is, mean, that '85 team is like it is embedded in the
1: soul of that city. It's—it's it, it's just to its fabric. Here's how to its core. I always tell people this: like, here's how much the Bears matter in that area. When in '07, when they went to the Super Bowl again, yeah, my like businesses closed in the greater Chicago area. Yeah. Like it was like a holiday. Yeah. Absolutely. Like I remember the day before, my boss was like, "We're closing tomorrow. Enjoy the Super Bowl." And, and people I was being just like, like, "Yeah, Fuck. yeah, dude." I, 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 that that Bear team
0: annoyed me so
1: fucking. Because they had much. Rex Grossman as their they, fucking, they, they, fucking, they driving that chariot, baby. No, here's what pissed me off. But good guys, Rex, bad H- Rex. H-
0: Hester was an amazing. Hester is he's going to be in the Hall of Fame, and right? then he's, no, we I mean, had. He's But that fucking sneak thief defense of theirs, hold them up, we're gonna rip the ball away. Hold them up, Briggs, and rip the ball. I hated that sneak free. Plus, they had so many, so many... Tipped ball interceptions that they would return. It was it was such nonsense when they beat the Cardinals in that Monday night game. It was such nonsense. But go
1: ahead though. Yeah. yeah. Thomas Jones came out of nowhere that year. Yeah. Because Cedric Benson got hurt. Did Orton was Orton
0: the quarterback no, for a while? Rex
1: was Rex had oh the entire Rex year? was legitimately the NFC MVP for the first eight weeks of the season, and then he threw like forty-seven interceptions. That was when they had good Rex, bad Rex. Yeah. Like. When he played well, he was the best quarterback in the league. And then because he was five foot eight, he couldn't see over the offensive line. So yeah. he was constantly just rocketing balls down the field and throwing <laughs> picks. And he couldn't stay hurt. Your goddamn fucking Homer don't hurt him yeah. twice. Well, yeah, no, yeah. The, the
0: knock on him, and that's what was bad. Is that he was just too he frail to both play, knees. man. Oh, and I think he had a severe broken leg too. I mean, not like Alex Smith broken leg or thighs, his Smith, ankle or Yeah, yeah, yeah. He, had, he had a couple bad broken bone injuries. I think in a preseason game, I think against the Rams, in his second year, have you ever he had, broke his femur?
1: Here's was a this. I remember this feeling really good in my bear fandom, and I wonder if you had a moment like this with the Vikings. I remember in 2015 the Bears played the Falcons in the tooth in the NFC divisional game. Yes. Um and they won. And Rex came in in the second half. The f- whole first half it was fucking uh it might have been Orton. Yeah. Cuz yeah. it was Rex had got hurt. Yeah. So they had the backup quarterback played and yeah. they made the playoffs. And I remember Rex came in and we beat Michael Vick's Falcons, who were like a highly touted team. Yeah. And then the next week, we almost beat the Panthers in the NFC Championship game. No, they got handled by the Panthers. Uh, Steve Smith had at an the amazing end, game. It got close, though. It ended up, it was like 29 to, to fucking. But, yeah, but, but I remember. Panthers were in control that. I game. remember those two games giving me a feeling of like, we're going to be fucking good next year. Yeah. Have you ever had like a season where the last two games gave you just like. Dude, we're gonna be fucking good next year. You know,
0: I, I wonder if that stuff has a shelf life. You know, I
1: think if you make the playoffs and win a game or two of just I, knowing, I think that can be momentum. my and thought confidence. was like, yeah. look what we did without him. Yeah, and then yeah. like if we get a healthy Rex Grossman with this fucking defense, dude, yeah. like they could, but he couldn't stay healthy. He I, I
0: just, you know, some guys. I think you know your size. Your, I mean that. You, know, it, you have to be it's a tough position people think it's a finesse position but there's definitely a physicality but to the it, next year we did you know? go to the
1: super bowl and i remember we went like eight no like i remember being so confident that year because of that feeling i had in 2015 like i remember my friends were so concerned i was just like dude we got this like yeah. do you not think we're going to be in the super bowl this year <laughs> like you're out of your fucking mind and we d- <laughs> after dude, what
0: year cuz 07 was It after, was 06. The Super Bowl was in 07. Uh, yeah, exactly. But with the 05 year, you could tell they were getting
1: better but in 05, yeah. In yeah. 05. Yeah. Cuz yeah. they had a deep playoff run and it was without Rex.
0: Oh yeah, exactly. Yeah, but they lost. Let at me see home who the Panthers, started in that right? game. Yeah. Yeah, cuz that again, that's when Steve Smith was like, "Oh, this guy's a totally good wide receiver." Like he was a I mean, that, that kind of smaller receiver. He was a he was a tough receiver, man. You know, he was a tough player let's do
1: this let's hear some speed while I look the runways and buy some time the choppers can't fly in there restricted airspace he's headed for the end of the field. dude they would have crashed into something be Bravo at this tango point so
0: <laughs> the, the dramatic end of speedy the dramatic end of speedy we're speedy now we're speeding and we're speeding onto an airport because we're speedy. Yeah, they haven't figured out yet. Has Hopper figured? He I don't think he's been in the movie recently. Has he figured out that like, oh, he's been filmed the entire time? You know, when he figures out because he notices the purse change.
1: Oh wait, so the they played the Falcons in the regular season. That's what it was. Yeah, but it was a, it was a super so, cold game. So in 05, that's was Orton's first year. So Rex it's gets stunk. Rex gets hurt in 05, Orton starts the year, and we are all, like not awesome but yeah. cuz they got a first round bye. Uh, they were the two seed. Yeah the, the the Bears were? Yeah. Yeah, what was the record that year? Let's see. The one seed were was, was the Seahawks, was the fucking Mike Holmgren Seattle Seahawks. Huh. They were 11 and 5, first in the NFC North. Okay. Oh
0: oh oh and they oh and they lost no but they lost to the Panthers, right? They
1: lost to the Panthers, yeah, in the in the divisional game. But they had a bye though. They did have a bye. Oh, uh, yeah. So they, they didn't win a playoff game that year. No, but I remember in the let me see if it correlates. Yeah, I remember so here's, being yeah. decent, though. So here's what happened. Uh, in December 18th, they played the Atlanta Falcons, and up until that point, Orton had started the whole year. But Rex was healthy at that point, because I remember they said he's going to be out for the year, but then halfway through the year, they were like, he might come back. Like They were like, he might be good for the playoffs. Yeah, yeah. And at this Falcons game, he came in halfway through the game, and they ended up winning the game. And yeah. that's when I got the feeling of, like, dude, we're about to be good. <laughs> like, if, if Orton got also, us this far. We played those games in
0: December, some Southern team playing against Chicago. And then Green the Bay, next
1: week. The weather is so damn cold. And then the next week on Christmas, we beat the Packers 24-17 at home.
0: What was that? Uh, it was 05, right? Yes.
2: Yeah. God, I remember.
1: I and then the
0: next week, Chicago.
1: the fucking Vikings throttled. Yeah, it was, us. but it was thirty-four the last to game ten. Of the season.
0: That, that, that that was Mike Tice's last game. They nine fired, and seven. They was, fired him, and then they then they hired Childress.
1: How that that hurts when you win and you, it doesn't even matter.
0: Oh, well, that game didn't mean they anything. They were nine it and seven. Matter.
1: Yeah, they uh, that was the year Culpepper. They had traded Moss.
0: they had traded Moss before that, and and so it was Culpepper's team, and Culpepper was not up to it. Like he was not he was not very good. And then he had a catastrophic knee injury against the Panthers, where he blew three tendons like in week five. And they were bad. They were struggling as a team, but they traded they they switched to Brad Johnson, who was a total calming influence and did a good job. He had like a seven game winning streak. But they were like they were bad. And Pepper blew his knee and he was never the same player. Because you know, Culpepper was going to be like the
1: franchise quarterback, for like 10, 12 years. He and played he like five. he was like, I would say for people, if you're goddamn, and this annoys me, if you're young enough that you don't remember Culpepper, yeah. think of him as a, at the time, his uh, his build and the the way he was being put forth was like, think of a bigger Patrick Mahomes. Yeah. And that's who Culpepper was supposed to be.
0: Well, he was—he was, he was uh, yeah, he was like 260 pounds playing quarterback. But he had a cannon,
1: and hey, he was mobile. Yeah, yeah, it was yeah, like he the could first. Move. Yeah, like, absolutely. Really, like it was after McNabb, so people finally trusted black quarterbacks. Yeah, yeah. So, like, I Green remember. I remember the uh, the ceiling on Culpepper being like. I remember people being like, "Dude, the Vikings are about to have a dynasty."
0: Well, they they drafted Culpepper. They had two first round
1: picks after the '98 season because that's what they were like. And they look drafted what they, Culpepper because they were like, look what they did with Cunningham. Like, yes, yeah. you, you stick Moss with fucking Culpepper. They have
0: Culpepper, Carter, and Moss. So they were gonna have this great offense, and but Carter was getting old. Um, but they still had Moss, who was an immense talent. I mean, Randy Moss is one of the mo- one of the greatest talent of football. See, but, that's you know, where, I mean, he was amazing. That's you, where mean,
1: being a young fan hinders you. Is I wasn't into the draft class, so I remember when they drafted Moss, not really be just being like whatever. Well, but yeah. Do you remember at like when they said they were drafting? Were you like hell yeah? Well, like, you did know, I, you know how good he was in college? You
0: know, it's funny you mentioned it. To be honest, I was in grad school and grad you school attention. was so fucking you intense were at suicide you, you why well, I, I was yeah.
1: hanging from a noose i was on a
0: stool with a noose around my yeah. neck yeah uh, so i was just like this is this isn't cool you know so um yeah but but i so i didn't pay attention but when they played that year and that first couple games it was like oh my god who's this guy it was like instantaneously there was a buzz about him in the camp and then it was like Holy shit! This guy's amazing, and so they went from this team that was actually like a playoff team, but like nine and seven, ten and six playoff team, a fifth or sixth seed. They'd never won a playoff game. They won a playoff game the year before that they shouldn't have won when they they beat the Giants. I love this when
1: he's riding under the yeah. fucking. This is fucking classic, you know.
0: And then it, it, it's you know it's Raiders of the Lost Ark. So but, post- but, my, but my point is, my point yeah. is though with. Uh, With uh, They drafted Moss, so they were a pretty good team. They had won a playoff game the year before and then lost to the 49ers, who lost to the Packers, who ended up losing to the Broncos in the Super Bowl. But they got him, and it was like the first two games, I was like, oh my God. And then they beat the Pack in Lambeau. The Pack hadn't lost at Lambeau in three years. They hadn't lost since 95, was 98, and they destroyed the Packers. They Yeah, but destroyed... Favre was probably
1: beamed out on fucking
0: Well no, no, no Favre was quarterback in the Packers and they were the Green Bay Packers, the two time defending NFC championships. In. And they yeah. uh, and they destroyed them. They just, they a mask they had four hundred yards of total offense in the first half. It was like I mean, and then I was like, "This team is amazing." That's so the point. What? Is I love Bre- they were gonna do it with Culpepper, Pepper, but he blew his knee that year in 05. Yeah.
1: I love never fucking, the same player. Never I love Brett player. Favre because he's the type of dude that would be like, "Yeah, I was fucking zooted on fucking Xanax." Well, like, I, th- yeah. I think he by that time, I think he had actually <clears throat> sobered up. So check this out: my dad's friend Willie, the funniest guy of my yeah. dad's friends, <clears throat> he does sprinklers. He's done sprinklers for Scottie Pippen, all these athletes, like sprinkler systems and stuff. And he yeah. lived in Wisconsin. He's the people who lived in Kenosha. He partied with Brett Favre and was like, "Dude, he smoked He parties hard." This was like ninety five, ninety six. Yeah, it was right before he went to rehab. <laughs> he might have went to rehab that season. Yeah, yeah. Or he, he I think he had a rehab in him,
0: like in ninety seven or maybe. Said after- he took a lot of pills, smoked a lot of weed. Yeah. Well, I know. <laughs> you know, he's twenty seven years old. and He's a freakish athlete. You know, party it up, boy. You ever see pictures of him when when they when they beat the 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 uh, Patriots in the Super Bowl for the homegrown one? Uh, when he uh that week and he's on like the roofs in, in the French Quarter and he is hammered. I mean he is partying hard. That that would be a good Super Bowl. The, the eighty five Bears in New Orleans they were partying hard in New Orleans. They were
1: those guys were alcoholics too. <laughs> oh, dude, I think we've talked about it. So my stepdad said he went and tailgated outside of New Orleans for the Super Bowl. Uh, oh, 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 your dad went down. My there? stepdad. Stepdad. Oh. This was before he was in my life. This is yeah. just a story yeah. he told yeah. me. But we did research. He was awaiting trial, or he might have even been. This is after he was convicted for beating the shit out of that guy. He went across state lines to the Super Bowl while he was like <laughs> supposed to be waiting jail time. <laughs> like you shouldn't. You should you again. Could be, yeah. This is what the Bears mean to yeah. people yeah. Uh, in the Midwest.
0: Uh, well, 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 Certainly in Chicago. I mean, they. It is a Bear City. No doubt about it. I mean, no, no doubt about it. They, yeah, when they, there's, I, there are some cool pictures you'd see in Chicago of, like, you know, <laughs> uh, Ed Burke. Ed Burke, who was basically the second most powerful politician in the city, who got taken down by the FBI. They took his ass down. He had been an alderman for 48 years. He'd been the head of finance one of the most important, like the second most, probably the most important committee in city council, Ed Burke was the head of it for decades. He went down there, they show him like he's loaded and he's playing piano with like Ditka and stuff and he's hammered, you know? It's like, I mean, like, like Chicago royalty went down there. I hated the Bears. I Love hated them. them. I with a passion. I hated the Chicago Bears. I hated them as much as I hate the pack. actually kind of like the Bears now. I actually, I because from living there and knowing the fan. Well, it's a real fan base. They're dumb. they're not, a dumb fan it's base. It's not an obnoxious. But, the but they're only not a, yeah.
1: the only knock you can ever give any Chicago sports fan is that we overly root for mostly mediocre to garbage teams. <laughs> yeah. Like it's not like we have this storied we have <laughs> the history. The do enough. They the have only enough. thing Chicago has going for it is pretty much every one of its sports franchises were founding members of that league. Yeah, absolutely.
0: It's a Cubs were the first the-
1: professional baseball team. The yeah. Bears were the founding members of the NFL. Yes. Blackhawks were the original six Absolutely. NHL teams yes. like the White got, Sox were the we original got the American history they were founders of the yeah. American League we got yeah. the history the legacy yeah. Exactly.
0: <laughs> but the, I mean the Bears you think they've won the second most championships of yeah. any team they won
1: nine championships
0: but for in the 40s they were a force pretty
1: much across the board post hated them after 55 every Chicago sports team was garbage <laughs> the Blackhawks were good until the 90s yeah well, but that's how unpopular yeah. hockey was no one gave a fuck besides me and my dad no one gave a shit dude in the 80s the hawks were a force yeah well the thing about it, you know and,
0: and you can see it could be a hockey city the mentality of that city it's a hockey they, city okay, when they're good yeah yeah, but, but the checking i mean i mean it's not going to be a hockey city i mean you know rinks have sprouted up all over the one area One of my favorite i mean things, and then
1: there's a ton of new rinks in the entire area dude my dad used to get hyped up whenever they they would have this fucking so the intro to the black hawk games slightly racist yeah. They would have a fucking. <laughs> like a chief. Oh, come out or something. No, well. They would have a fucking. A, like a skate blade going across this fucking ice rink. And they would. Yeah. Have, and then you'd hear the.
3: Boom, 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 boom. Boom, <laughs> the, the boom. The drum. Boom, 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 boom. Well, they wouldn't do that. It was just a drum beat.
1: But the more it went, it would boom, 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 boom. And it would just get faster. And then it was just this war beat. It would fucking hype you. Up of and course. I remember my dad would turn it up slower and slower and slower, and by the end of it, we were fucking blaring this dude. We would get yeah. hyped the fuck up, God. and I remember it used to end. They would slash it. They would hit the fucking thing, <laughs> and then a graphic would come up, and it would say "Cold Steel on Ice," <laughs> and we would get so hyped up. Absolutely,
0: I see, it's interesting when I think of you know you, you again. your sports fandom because you're a quality sports fan. I'll give you credit. You're a quality sports fan. You know. um, you you know but your thing was with the, the 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 hype machine started to happen in the 90s
1: and the introduction of teams but that's
0: a good thing well, I don't yeah. say it's a bad thing also it's a good i think thing. it's, it's, the, a, it's a also
1: my i think the introduction and tell me if i'm wrong is the hyped up not even hype video but the like before cubs games they would always give a Last night was a wild and was a yeah, wild yeah, yeah, night out yeah, yeah, yeah. west. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It was always this like previously on the Chicago Cubs. Yeah, yeah, like exactly. that type of thing. Yeah, absolutely,
0: <laughs> absolutely, absolutely. So, so again, the era that I grew up. Oh, when I think about
1: the seventies, it was just like
0: the fields were oh, all shitty. Just you some know? racist. Like- and it was just like ham, you know, hot dog wrappers. And we're news here for baseball. Sit
1: down. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> I
0: First mean, pitch. I, we were talking about this before we got on air. I distinctly remember. Next up, a black guy. <laughs> I, He's I, good. I distinctly remember sitting in the bleachers of a Cubs game in 89 Reds the reds and the cubs it was either the reds won the oh no they didn't win the world series they had sabo and eric davis eric davis is in the outfield. they had hal morris they had Young Barry, Barry larkin yeah i mean they were they, they were an up and coming team the paul cubs O'Neil. beat them the cubs had paul beat all o'neil uh they did not have him yet when they had, Oh, no no they did have him they did have him yeah sure they did have him cuz they, they had like, him
1: yeah they had paul O'Neill when he could catch a baseball
0: yeah yeah the yankees a, had i can swing a bat paul O'Neill. yeah yeah absolutely so but 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 i remember like in, in the in the bleachers And just some guy behind me, some Chicago guy, hey, Eric Davis, I think you're a turd burglar. Like, just yelling, like, loudly yelling it, you know, and like, and like being like, okay, that's like appropriate. That's sort of, allowed like that's like that's what this morning it was like the nativist impulses and the 70s was so much more raw it was there was they didn't pay for security back then so when fights would break <laughs> up they would like last they did they'd, they'd be like an Dude, ebb and flow out. to fights you know when i was a kid this will be like a good lean grown in. men fight you know I'm, I'm by 70, the way you
1: know. don't think i haven't lost the thread of this fucking canary yeah, yeah, filmography yeah, yeah absolutely. but i'm going to show you something <laughs> i'm going to show you so two a couple few days ago was the anniversary of a play in 1998 that us Cub fans like to refer to as the Brant Brown play. Oh yeah. So the Cubs were in a wild card race. Yep. 1998. And I'm going to switch over right now. Let me this is 1998 crow. Yeah. And this is old county stadium, daddy. Yeah. Look how this fucking stadium looks, dude. Oh, county stadium is uh, was raw. So check this out. I, I, I'm, I'm going to set the stage here. The Cubs, this is the end of the year. This was a big year because you had the home run race. The Yankees had yep. won 257 games. Yeah. yeah. Um, but the Cubs were in a wild card race. Yep. They Shooter were, was on the mound. They yeah, were they in were the heat decent. of it. Shooter yeah. was on the mound. His heart was just we got the good the good years of his heart. <laughs> you did. Um and he saved 50 ball games that year and blew like 30. Like oh,
0: he oh, could have had yeah. like 90 <laughs> saves. <laughs> he
1: also you know, he threw it like
0: 86 miles an hour, but he, but he, you know what he had? He had a pair. He didn't give a shit. He threw it up there. That's what I was respected about the shooter.
1: So this you know? was a fucking, I'm going to try and fast forward a little. Okay. Oh, yeah. It's Old County Stadium. So days. check this out backstop, chain link fence. Oh, yeah.
0: Absolutely. Absolutely, yeah. That I, is, I showed
1: this to my group chat, and they were like, "This looks like 1976." Well,
0: exactly. <laughs> no, yeah, exactly. I mean, they, they they put no money into the stadium when they knew they got a new stadium. They put no money into it. They put no money into it for years. It was a dump in the 80s. It was cheap though. God, it was cheap. So for this a is a minute and 47 seconds. Bucks.
1: The setup of this again is Cubs are, and I think they might have been tied at this point. They were yeah. going neck and neck with the yeah. Mets fucking i hate the Mets. Yeah. yes um and they were winning this ball game this was very important sosa had i think hit his 65th home run or something yeah. like that yep. and shooters in i think fucking jeremy burnitz is up you have fucking old brewers and this happens yeah.
3: two and two
1: jenkins with a quality at bat here oh it's chip curry Bank ready jeff jenkins here it comes I routine fly ball, you'd think, Crow. Back, still going. Yep. You'd At think. The the
0: track. No. <laughs> <laughs> he dropped it. Booted it, dude. Oh, yeah, yeah.
1: yeah. He
0: lost it in the game. sun. It was a bright sun.
1: They go ahead, they win the game. The
3: run oh. scored, and the Milwaukee Brewers have won it.
1: Crow, I was I out. Him. Of my mind yeah out yeah. of my mind i couldn't believe it yeah i couldn't believe it yeah how do you drop that yeah i remember this play i remember this, this was talking when about, i was yeah. really starting to get introduced to cub Dome, yeah yeah exactly of like i remember being upset and my grandpa being like get used to this yeah <laughs> like this is nothing i gotta admit it that story you told me your grandfather when, 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 in in
0: 03 when they lost he said, i'll never see it and, and, and i mean i was like I mean, yeah, that's a big moment. Like you can write, That's like a little moment in a play or something. You know what I mean? Like, it's like, because whatever. I, listen, listen. I don't know if you know this, Keith. This is a fact. I, I'm never going to see the Minnesota Vikings win a Super Bowl. I, I'm never going to. Do you know how much emotional energy I put into the Minnesota Vikings? Bro, I know I shouldn't talk. Do you talk. know how much I've, I've done? I mean, this is 43 years of my life.
1: I know I shouldn't talk. You know? Because I'm like, it's not like we have fucking Joe Montana, but. Kirk Cousins does not look. Oh, good he's, this a year. <laughs> he's a bum. He's a bum because he's not. He's a bum. Ter- but like this year, these he's first two games, he looks bad, dude. Yeah, I actually haven't really watched any of the games. Like he I looks rattled. I think something's wrong with him.
0: Well, he uh, they traded. He looks all Mitch digs, and yeah, I think that you know something too. Uh, the fact is, this is the truth. I I believe this. I don't know. I don't read said about said He's a it. very
1: meticulous guy. He's yeah, got like a
0: list yeah, of... Yeah, his days are 10-minute days. up, open my left yeah. eye, open my right and, eye. And, it's, and, and I don't think if the routine is messed with there's a strength in that discipline he made it to the nfl and he's got a 30 million dollar a year contract but he's extremely rigid well, i mean I believe. we can't sell him short we're talking about and a he, national champion he here uh, pal he can't, he can't he can't he's not smooth national cannot, title with the spartans he can't um they didn't win a national title but he but he they went to a couple they went of they won the games. rose bowl didn't they uh you know they didn't actually in, in, in the year of russell wilson
1: oh no they did they went no the year who after. they win they won with the, the, fucking uh didn't they and they beat Stanford you know? Yeah, who was it? It was someone who's in the NFL. Yeah. Yeah, no, yeah.
0: they've had some decent... Quality. Not Drew Stanton, because that's older. And not Tony Banks. That's really old. Yeah, this is when... It might have been Drew Stanton. Yeah. 2014. Yeah. They fucking won, dude. Yeah, they beat Stanford. They beat Stanford. Wisconsin couldn't beat Stanford. 24-20. Yeah, it was a good game.
1: It was a Mark good Mark D'Antonio, solid. he's like fucking Izzo. We're like... O'Keefe, my buddy who went to Michigan State, he was like, yeah, Mark D'Antonio will never be fired. From well, he, he, State. he quit, though. He, he's
0: not coaching in this No day, shit. Though. Yeah, yeah, he left. He, he quit coaching. I, I think, honestly, I think he was getting burnt out. You know, I think he was burnt out on the whole thing. Also, the fact is that program he ran there, eh, it was, uh, they, they played, I mean, every program is dirty in its own way, but they, they had a, you know, they bent the rules a little bit, I believe, for their program, you know? They, think their different. defenses, were I, this is going to be rough. Whatever way to say, it was a prison squad defense. That <laughs> they would, they'd always like give you an extra uh, elbow on the, the sideline and shit, and they'd roll up on you and stuff on defense, like within the sort of rules of the game, just to annoy you. Still, you know, that's how they played it. You know, so this- they had
1: Jeremy Lankford as the running back. Who? Why the fuck is this such a mystery of who their goddamn quarterback was? Yeah, exactly. Holy fuck.
2: Yeah. Yeah. For, yeah. For 2000. Oh, it's all the way down
0: there. Yeah. Yeah. It was was a huge roster. Yeah. Who was the, who was the quarterback? Keanu Reeves, man. He was a heartthrob. (laughs) So it was Keanu Reeves. Connor Cook. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Connor Cook. Yeah. He was, yeah.
0: But yeah. the point is they won that though. Uh, they we uh, were talking about that. I don't know what we were saying about. It. What was the? I think of that we
1: were was. just talking about football. I mean, we can yeah. go back to the Keanu Reeves filmography because we still haven't talked about Johnny Numonic. New-
0: New- yeah, that's true. I never saw Johnny Mnemonic.
1: <laughs> I, I mean, haven't either. That, that was that weird, like cyber
0: area, <laughs> like the mid '90s. You know, like a uh, strange. Oh, Days dude, do you remember Dark Johnny City? Johnny Mnemonic, Yeah,
1: yeah. It's Dark City's good, actually. I, I,
0: I remember I saw Strange Days. A lot of the
1: directors theater. named Vincent making movies. <laughs> hey, Vincent, Vince. In tw- oh my god johnny Nomic! in 2021 society is deeply engaged in a virtual internet which has been the oh my god this is like killing it uh which has a degenerative degenerative effect referred to as nerve attention syndrome at attenuation attenuation syndrome or nas <laughs> Oh, that's fucking great.
0: Yeah, yeah. So basically, it, it's it's prescient. It, it, they predicted what the world is like right now.
1: Yeah. Well, Warren, no, we're idiocracy. Yeah. Then we have A yeah. Walk in the Clouds 95. Oh, yeah. That's when he was. That's like, like a drama. Yeah. Right? He's I a mean, cowboy. He, was... he plays a cowboy, man, <laughs> but one that doesn't get fucked in the ass. <laughs> uh, chain reaction. Oh, that, I know someone who was in that movie and
0: it was so bad. They oh, you
1: the... were like the shit in stand up, so you probably knew the business. Oh, of at course, that point. man.
0: Absolutely. And, and, and like. He was, because uh, <laughs> they filmed a bunch of it in Chicago, Chain Reaction. He's, he he walked out of the movie that he was in. <laughs> That's great. He, he was like, this movie is so bad. that He had to walk. What a baller I, move. I mean, he was, I mean, I think he was like, I, 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 don't, I don't know if it was a speaking part, but it was an, a, a sustained moment on camera. Like, it was like he was going to be on camera or on film for, I don't know, seven seconds or something. He was going to be part of a crowd, yeah. you know.
1: By the way, in case you didn't know, we're on. Only FM 3.8 FM talk radio. she got to do a call. You got to let them know. We got feeling Minnesota 1996. Uh, that's when
0: Cameron Diaz was in there. I think they they dated at that he time. He
1: plays Jax Clayton. How do you think you spell Jax Crow? J-A-X. J-J-A-K-S. Oh, oh God. J-J-Jax. My name is j jax And then he kind of starts finding his groove again. Like 97, he does Devil's Advocate. Oh, bad
0: The movie. Matrix. The Matrix was truly. Yeah, The Matrix like, thrust him into a new level. Yeah, there's no doubt about
1: Cause that. Because you know goddamn well, A Walk in the Clouds, he was like, I'm going to win an Oscar. I'm going to try to. I want to be, be taken seriously as an actor. I just make it. Right. Alfonso Arau is directing this. <laughs> Dude, I always get impressed. I just want a Wikipedia page, Crow. That's my new goal in show business.
0: (laughs) You know how hard it is to get a Wikipedia page?
1: Me and my friends used to make Wikipedia pages (laughs) for my dad's crackhead friends. Fantastic. That's hilarious, man. They get taken down immediately, dude. The Wikipedia people are on their game. Yeah. I applaud them. Yeah. So uh, A Walk in the Clouds is a garbage fucking movie. Uh, no. Well, it, it's Anthony to fucking Tony Quinn. <laughs> Anthony Quinn's in it. Oh God! Ada yes. Sanchez, Atana, some fucking. Oh yeah, no, it had a cast. Some fucking broad. Uh, it's based on the forty-two Italian film Four Steps in the Clouds. This is what, I don't get what you american movies theater, do right. what's wrong with a f- with four steps into the clouds <laughs> you got to make it a walk into the clouds a walk in the clouds makes it sound like a disney movie
0: yeah exactly yeah well they're afraid they're afraid the marketing people. four
1: steps in the clouds is about death real yeah. shit yeah yeah exactly what's the fucking plot of this movie post-world war ii sergeant paul sutton returns to san Francisco. Ah, uh, to reunite with his wife Betty, whom he married following a whirlwind courtship. Back when you can have a whirlwind courtship and it wasn't stalking. Yeah, <laughs> whirlwind courtship was just like he followed me home from work every day, and then he and he then wore he, me down, and then he goosed me. <laughs> And I was like, fine, I'll go out with you. Yeah, man.
0: Think about like old 60s. Think about how many asses got pinched in 60s Hollywood.
1: So it's the day before he goes to the Pacific. He's, he goes to the Pacific Theater. Very aggressive war over there in the Pacific. Yeah. Am I right? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, the war has left him with emotional scars, obviously. And he experiences flashbacks on a regular basis. Uh, so, yeah, it's just he comes back home and shit's different. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> there that's we go. A,
0: Sums it up. Right Comes back home. Shit's different. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> that's like the, that's a regular guy from wxr w- you know XRT. Yeah. I love... you know, that's hilarious, man.
3: Uh that was good. it's a good
0: review.
1: It's a good moment. Well, cause so let me tr- try and br- get this. So uh, he his reunion with Betty is strained, especially after he discovers that although he has written her almost every day, she stopped reading them after the first few. What a well, of horror, course, dude.
0: Well, but yeah, you're getting inundated by letters. Your dear John. Oh, no, it wasn't a dear and John. Your John keep, was the breakup letter. She keeps
1: letter. all the unopened letters. So he's determined to make a go of this relationship. Uh, he's destab- establishing a new career of himself. She insists that he continues to sell chocolates door to door, (laughs) and he sets off to San Sacramento, you know, chocolate capital of the world. Uh, En route, he meets fellow train passenger Victoria Aragon. She's Mexican. Spicy. Her family owns a vineyard in Napa Valley, so they start doing things. Yeah, exactly. Victoria is accosted by two men on their bus to San Francisco. Whoa. (laughs) Paul intervenes and ends up beating them up in self-defense. Now, he probably wanted that written in. Yeah <laughs> This just seems like A shell shock He's like Can I beat up a guy <laughs> I'm gonna come back I'm Johnny Mnemonic <laughs> <laughs> You know I, I, I'm i a physical
0: actor <laughs> Like yeah, uh, yeah, Those discussions How often do those Happen you think You know what I mean Like where the actor And the director Are like Okay we're gonna go Off script here Okay Here's a, I got an idea For this moment
1: So as far as I know Is that allowed? Return Crow This movie ends up Being about him Trying to get ingratiated To this Mexican family You know Victor. yeah her f- alberto her father's Patriarch. infuriated. it seems to me that they abandoned the fucking whore girlfriend almost immediately well, of course because you know it's a gringo coming um it's, yeah it's, it's a love that's forbidden so that it's oh dude he probably love. thought let's see what this reception was uh roger ebert gave the four out of four stars his highest rating yeah a walk in the clouds is a glorious romantic fantasy aflame with passion and bittersweet longing It's easy to be so poetic when you have a jaw. Uh, One needs perhaps to have a little of these qualities in one soul. That was a very spicy joke. Yeah, yeah. I love Roger Ebert, but he terrified me when he lost that jaw. Oh, I know. Wasn't that just a bizarre? Why would you want that? Yeah, I, I don't think you know what... Yeah, you just get a fake jaw, right? Someone put a, a prosthetic jaw in. I think it was just like... I think it, he did have one, and the fake jaw got ridden with cancer.
0: <laughs> it, too. This it cancer like, was so... It, it got yeah.
1: fucked up. They had to remove it, because they were like, you're going to die of face bacteria. Like, your, jaw, yeah, your yeah. jaw has rejected your face. Yeah,
0: yeah. It's going to go into your brain, and you're going to die. Yeah. Yeah,
1: he pretty much... Uh, so this movie killed it. Uh, a glossy fairy tale romance that n- that's longer on wishfulness. Let's see what Rotten Tomatoes gave it. Those cocksuckers, forty four percent. Walk in the Clones aims for sweeping period romance, but quickly unravels thanks to a miscast leading man and a story that relies on cheap melodrama. It was nineteen ninety four. Yeah, he also was in La
0: Little Buddha at that same time. Like I'm gonna play a Buddhist. <laughs> <laughs> there, there there was a certain like chain re- yeah, you you know what it that they were trying to get a foot in the door into the Asian market. He was huge like Japanese women love Keanu Reeves, man. But this in between the in between
1: him. the Matrix <laughs> and Dracula is interesting.
0: Oh yeah, no, he made some like art. Little House Buddha. Movies. Here's
1: Little Buddha. Yeah, oh I got, I got panned. I heard it was terrible. He plays Prince Sid Speed speed helped him definitely.
0: Speed was like oh, a yeah. that, 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 that was like a he survived because of speed. You know what I mean? I think
1: that gave him like we won't well, that, be, we won't also, make fun of you anymore.
0: What well, and he realized when he did Point Break and then this. It's like, okay, this is kind of this is kind of what I you know. Dog,
1: this movie reeks of cultural appropriation. Bridget Fonda, Keanu Reeves, and then a bunch of actual colored people. Uh, it's about t- Tibetan Buddhist monks from a monastery. Already, I don't want to see this movie. (laughs) Well, that was like
0: the Buddhist thing, man. We're still going to keep it alive, man. See, Rotten Tomatoes gave
1: this a 68% based on 25 reviews. And it won a Razzie. (laughs) Successful in France.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah they're, they're going for a european chris isaac moment. was the star of it chris isaac
0: for a little brief moment i remember it was a star
1: he had a show on showtime he had a fucking comedy sketch show
0: and, and then he also well he you know he did that song for in wild at heart well look good thing to be but <laughs> it was so. haunting his
1: voice was haunting
0: don't want to fall in love with you <laughs>
1: So you goofy. brought something to my attention. Do you want to yes. get into this before okay, break? Yes,
0: before break. This is before the break. because We're ending the first half here. Um, I sent this to Keith yesterday. For those of you who don't know, let me set this up. I get these uh, deadline Hollywood notices where you see like what what's going on in production. Are the unions agreeing? What's going on with COVID? I don't really read them that much. You get inundated by them. But every once in a while, I'll pop one on. I'll just pop one on and, and, and I'm looking for basically <laughs> my hunting is who are the production companies doing shows with people of color because I'm strategizing for when I,
1: when I have my script yeah. good enough. So Crocious anyway. is writing a show about black people, you know, and well, he's it's white. about race. It's about race. And certainly. he's white. So he's going to he's going to he's got you a know. tough wall to climb here. Yeah, in Hollywood. Maybe
0: that's why it's got to be pretty good. It's yeah. got to be good. So because if it's good, it can still power through. Yeah. Anyway. He's just
1: like that's why I have to pay my black friends to sell the show. So, <laughs> you like so, you go in, you have Dwayne Kennedy in a coat on your shoulders, <laughs> and you go in as a really tall person, and you're just you're in the coat, but you did all the work.
0: So here's the secret yeah, secret yeah, like, that old school like yeah little kid like, like I'm going rascals. incognito yeah exactly you know it's Dwayne Kennedy talking but it's me holding it's an him up an old Buster exactly. Keaton bit. What, what, talk about that, Adam. He's like talking down his, you know. Yeah. You know, so, yeah, but with, uh, but so I get Deadline Hollywoods so Every once in a while, I'll pop one on. Well, I see a thing, uh, Angel, it was Glenn Close to play Roy Cohn in Angels in America. Roy Cohn is a mobbed up lawyer who died of AIDS. Yeah, who was very much a Trump mentor. Had a very big influence on Donald Trump in his business, yeah. or, and just the way he Probably knew that the world. Roger guy, too. You know, and he was mobbed up. He was his connection to the mob, because Trump was mobbed up, obviously. So, yeah. uh, so he, I'm like, oh, that catches my attention. So I click on it. I click on, you know, uh, the, the teaser, the trailer. I'm like, okay, I'm going to watch this. Because it was Angels of America, written by Tony Kirshner. I got a friend who's friends with him, blah, blah, blah. You know, he's uh, wrote Angels of America about the AIDS crisis, you know, uh, and then he also wrote the screenplay for Lincoln, which I think is a pretty good movie, you know. But the you know, the script you take some chances with it, but it's good. It works. You know, it's subdued enough. So yeah. But so I'm gonna watch I wanna watch this teaser. And it was uh I, I not I've never seen something more pretentious in my so entire life. Here's and what, got a hot, you know, to
1: give a backstory, not to give this a little bit of credit, the Angels in America. Oh, it's Tony Award winning. And it's a successful and it's, play. And it's very monologue driven, so yes. I think they're kind of what they're doing is just a straight kind of like a straightforward redo of it. Yeah. I think they're just mixing up the roles. Like Glenn Close plays Roy Cohn. Yeah. They're, they're messing with gender. As far as the tone of it, I think (laughs) So, to, to give it credit but also kind of faint praise it a little bit I think in general it's a pretentious play well yeah So, I mean, of like, course it so, is. but my point is is I don't think they are being any more pretentious than the material I don't is. know man also this I is like know. some fanboy shit <laughs> so they like actors really get a heart of on of
0: course this. of course so I'm gonna, sure when I'm they I'm gonna show my yeah. stretch out my dramatic chops that I too can play the stage oh the stage it's not just TV or cinema I too can walk the tightrope and be dramatic when i'm on the stage i only feel alive when i'm on the stage this so is I'm actually watching. i've <laughs> seen you
1: do that on i've seen you do that <laughs> yeah on stage, on stage. <laughs> for like 10 straight
0: minutes <laughs> <laughs> oh it's the stage is my canvas i'm such a performer and i so okay i watch i have no expectations whatsoever none Zero expectations, which is always a good mindset to have when you see something to give you an emotional response. My emotional response, as you can tell, audience is uh, so, I did not yeah, like. So this. they start screaming it's, almost
1: immediately. Yeah, so just, I'm just yeah, preparing yeah, the listeners. Okay, it. Yeah. it it's this only trailer, forty-two seconds. It's only 42 this trailer seconds. starts, baby. Yeah.
2: Great The great work begins. The messenger.
1: It's like they're doing a spell. <laughs> It's like, like, I, it's, it's like, like they're look
0: casting. Look at that facial spells. expression. I mean, bring it back. Let's start it again. Exactly. Let's do it again. Exactly. The, it's a coven of witches. It's a. Coven, they're angels, but they're actually witches. So, <laughs> all right. Let's do it again. Okay. And believe we, we can break it down as many times as we want. Great,
2: great,
3: great prophets.
2: Prophets. The great work
0: begins. The messenger has arrived. Th- th- come on. Stop and it right ten. there. Th- 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 Okay, the messenger has arrived. Like looking up like that is that not? That's when I'm like, okay, this is bizarre. Like I I immediately judged it. I've seen
1: I've seen like (laughs) community theater like videos of this play, and they literally will have like wings on sticks, like while they're reciting (laughs) these
3: monologues.
1: (laughs) I hate that this thing keeps popping up. It's okay. I pay for premium. It shouldn't be I, that. I, I,
3: that cool. I am the
2: bird.
0: Laura Linney's I'm facial expression annoys ball. me. I found that she these facial like expressions dweeb. really fucking
1: annoyed me too. Okay. Oh, they're in character. Let, Paul yeah. Dano's a method fucker. Of course. He's about yeah. to play the Riddler. I'm psyched about him. Oh, I'm sure. I like he'll be Paul good. Dano. I like a lot of these people. Well, but. of course, they're good actors. Right steel.
2: Yeah. In salutation, open. Shut Those eyes?
1: <laughs> the effects. Well, this is. I
3: don't want...
1: What are they so saying? This, the the this. this is the mystery. This is going to be most of what we're dedicated to. And I, my lovely girlfriend even fucking delved into this a little bit. At the end of this, they say something. And it's. They say it clearly once and then it's ineligible. So we're gonna go yeah, over this. Yeah. We gotta figure out what no, the fuck yeah. they say.
3: Cry of the wolf.
1: wolf. <laughs> it sounds like they say yeah. Cry of the Wolf. Yeah, yeah, go back about 10. Okay,
0: again. We're, we're gonna watch it in its entirety again, too. But shot that, go
3: before you. Cry of the wolf.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's fine, it's fine. It's fine. Open
3: it shot before you. Cry, cry of the the wolf.
0: What do they say at the end? I don't know.
3: <laughs>
0: they're so pretentious. They've literally come up with a new language. Like you can it's so artistic that they have a new But this has been
1: so this has been a new post-COVID thing. So they're doing script readings of old movies and um, plays and, and plays yeah. and you could tell since it was probably just actors. Glenn Close had like she does a scene. She's Roy Cohn. She's a Jewish yeah. lawyer dying of AIDS.
0: Yeah, yeah, exactly. Who was a a uh, a again for Trump a
1: mentor for Trump
0: yeah. who was also part of the whole McCarthy hearings the
1: McCarthy hearings Roy Cohen yeah was well when you that. look up his Wikipedia that's like his he's, fucking he's known for that yeah he
0: is a I mean, he was a true awful human being an awful human
1: being a was ho- Tom Hagen based on Roy Cohen
0: no 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 actually Tom Hagen is his own his own thing but Roy Cohen who was gay never came out of the closet and died of AIDS in yeah, 1986. Probably fucking and he was a complete Republican operative. Just
1: slurping off Harvey
3: Milk every I mean, chance he, he, he got. Basically,
0: he he uh, he represented represented all five of the families, of the New York families. I mean, to make your career on that, he was a completely ho- like that hostile, awful side of the Republican Party that's just like, it is all about enriching myself at all costs, and that is it. There is nothing else, you know. You're just in the way. You are in the way, and I will plow over you. You know that sort of mentality. That that's very and that's very much an American business mentality for many years. So let's put it on again. I want to see it again. American business. We, we, I, we're going to watch it again. We want to. I want to watch it through
1: because we got to watch it beginning to end. To truly capture. Well, what I just, it's it's forty two seconds. What I think is funny is the the scenes, the monologues sound like they're casting spells, <laughs> exactly. and then they intersperse it with people dying of AIDS. Yeah, and then like Laura Linney looking like like Beck in a music video. <laughs> well, it's all and, she and looks like Moby, and, and there's a certain look in the eye that's just it. The look. Making of
2: profits. The great work begins.
1: So she's the greetings, prophet. The great work begins. So I, they're probably, yeah, they're. Is, you, uh, the, you, messenger <laughs> the
3: messenger has arrived. The messenger has arrived. I am
2: the bird of America.
0: He bothers me. She bothers me. Her facial expression annoys me. It genuinely annoys me. It genuinely annoys me. Genuinely annoys me. Yeah. I, I find it just, I find it self satisfied and gross. I don't like it.
1: It looks like she's the chick from Breakfast Club. Is it Har- Harry in. Carey? She's about to make a to sex transition. She's about surgery? to make a cereal sandwich. Oh God!
0: Bald eagle.
1: His look is kind of annoying. Too. Brandon Uranowitz. Yeah, that, that, that sounds looks... like something you'd tell the Uranowitz. Yeah.
3: Continental Principality.
1: My guy, he Polly is D. good. He no. is good. He just looks longingly. <laughs> Ooh, Patty Lapone, people jizz over her. She's like theater Broadway royalty. Yeah. She's in that Netflix, Netflix Hollywood show. She gets her box eaten out a ton in that show. Unfold hey. my sure. knees. I mean, not really. Wouldn't that yeah, be dope yeah, yeah, if yeah, she really, yeah. like, that was in her I'm writer? I'm methoding it. <laughs> you must eat my box.
3: Right, watch the end of this again. In salutation, open, sharp before you. Prior
2: Wolfe. What do they fucking say there?
0: (laughs) I'm going to go with firewood. I think it may be firewood. Firewood. The campfire. The firewood. (laughs) That's what it's got this whininess to it, too, that just annoys the shit out of me. Yeah. This is really pretentious. You got to admit, this is. Really pretentious.
1: It, yeah, I mean it. It reeks well, and it's more, drips of pretense. Well, because it's more theater. I wouldn't of say this is like a movie type of That's acting. Right.
0: Is it shocking?
1: Movies that, are more subdued. That that John that that well <laughs> that that John Wilkes Booth was an
0: actor. Of course he was an actor. and then he yells a fucking laugh. Oh yeah. someone death told to tyrants. Me that. He yells that and does it at a theater. And he what was an known. absolute
1: fucking. And he was known. I remember someone told me he that like wild ride they were like john wilkes booth killing lincoln would be like if if like nicholas cage shot the president yeah like at the time it was was like he was like oh my god like john (laughs) wilkes booth killed the president (laughs)
0: like and of course it was some actor who just lost their shit you know
1: michael jai white killed the president (laughs) you know and then yelled fire one. Randy <laughs>
0: Quaid killed the president you know, an actor and does it at a theater of course it's some that, that was. Dude did a,
1: you hear Dom DeLuise Killed the president
0: <laughs> the, There were there were three hits that They were going to kill the secretary of state I think the vice president and the president no no no, no. Yeah the secretary of state Lincoln And was it the VP yeah and then they were Going to kill Kirstie Alley and the only one that worked Was Lincoln so that they got the head But they didn't get the other two guys there was a struggle And stuff and I think one of the guys maybe chickened out you know, but Wilkes Booth, I'm sure they knew you're the true sociopath. You're the one who's going to take him down. You know what I mean? Like, what a uh, yeah. what a bitter cherry on top of a horrible experience. You know what I mean? Like, it's a fucking civil war. You know, like, okay, they were going to
1: get killed. They were going to kill Lincoln and John E. Mack, well, famous gonna... <laughs> comedian of that time. That's my favorite about back then, like back in the old vaudeville days. It was always well, I was like... Well, it
0: wasn't vaudeville. Vaudeville was like the 20s, you know. Yeah. But yeah, but you're right, though. It's like... Old
1: school entertainers.
0: <laughs> well, you know, that's what... uh.
1: Old. I guess Mark Twain, Mark Twain was
0: basically like a stand-up comic, like like in the, in the I in always love those polls, and though, and shed, when you're yeah.
3: like,
1: yeah, fucking Andrew Dice Clay was like the highest touring comedian. They're just like, actually, Roy Cricket drew more money in the Nickelodeon era. Like, shut the fuck up. Yeah. Yeah. We're talking about <laughs> talking about modern fucking history.
0: Well, I, I told you this story before. Fuck, fuck out of here about, with your
1: Walter Johnson <laughs> bullshit. I don't care if he won 900 games.
0: <laughs> no stats. No, no numbers even are real pre World War Two. World War II, like, upped statistics a lot. Like, that was all part of the analysis of the war. Like, it very much made, like, uh, a,
1: a kind of metrics. Well, the very beginnings of, like, computers and they stuff. They should have done what know? soccer did and just done career stats because... Babe Ruth barnstormed like he probably hit two, 300 more homers yeah, than yeah. he actually did. Just making some extra money on the In the, the side. fall. They'd go play fall ball.
0: Yeah. Or, or did he ever go to like Cuba and stuff? Or play no, but they there? would. He
1: barnstormed a lot. Yeah, There's actually a yeah. documentary about his summer of barnstorming. Wow.
0: Well, cause he, I, I know back in the day, that was one of the things that was charming. They would hit like 60 home runs a game. What I liked about, what I liked about, um, Eau Claire, Wisconsin. When I first moved there was, uh, was they had a team, the Eau Claire, the Eau Claire, uh, Cavaliers. They had a semi-professional baseball team in a town of fifty thousand people. Look you know what we got coming up. Daddy. I, I always said that, you know, that that was kind of a cool thing that, that it still had a charm of that of old school America. Back in the day, every town had a baseball team. Every town had a baseball team. A town of eight thousand people in Kansas had a baseball team. Every town had a ba- so you would travel around and play other baseball teams. So you could barnstorm. You could do that. You know. Is it speed boxing? Is he speed bagging? No, the clown? it's fucking
1: Rocky Balboa. Oh,
0: oh it's, and then it's, casinos on it. Oh, it's that. oh, it's Rocky. Casino would be a good one to watch a little yeah. bit. Yeah,
1: but it, should, we, should we call it a half? Yeah, we'll, we'll fucking yeah. take a break, and yep. then we're gonna we'll be back, and we got a word from our sponsor uh, this week. It's a crazy guy on a bus. great That dude got
2: fired. But that's not approaching third and body break involved with any domestic. Terrorisms or anything to that degree. No more than somebody knocking on the door saying, give me all the guns that we notice in your basement. Unless we're gonna come in and, you know. And if you really wanted the guns, supposedly that these people had, there's a thing called uh, secluding and Arrest each and every individual as they come off the compound. Or if you're really approaching third at Union, followed by third on at top Iowa. of it, stop request.
0: Please use rear exit. They're not called that anymore. What are they? Are they called the the, the, the wizards. wizards. You know, my name for them was they should have been called the Washington Justice. And the court they played on would call it. They called the Supreme Court. That's what they should have done. They should have marketed that. that. So you know, <laughs> that's what it should have been. Oh, hello,
1: Larry. <laughs> right. hello, Larry. It's just official now. We've been recording for about twenty seconds.
0: So it. It's the truth. And so and cheering for them. They never. They got Purvis Ellison. They had. You know, that was what a number great pick. name that they they got Kwame Brown. They never get the dominant. Yeah, Jordan player. drafted you know, they Kwame Brown. They, that was they, bad. They did not get fucking. They did not get Shaquille O'Neal. All right. They didn't get Tim Duncan. They got guys who were like these stretches. Like what is going on? Like, you know, uh, 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 bad decisions. All I mean, they have been a terrible franchise. I, I don't care what
1: the NBA. Because it was it was the one time where and they were great because the, the bullets just changed their name. Because they want that—that was—but it seemed like an expansion team, <laughs> of course, because they were like, so bad. The bullets made the playoffs, and then the next year they were the Wizards and were dog. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. With Jawan Howard and Chris
0: Webber, yeah, and they made so many bad decisions. Didn't they have Stackhouse? They had Stackhouse
1: for a while. Yeah, like they—they they had Jawan Howard, George Marison, Chris... Ugly Ass, <laughs> Calbert Chaney. George Mirasan, for people just to get a picture. You can either Google him or just trust when I say he looked like a dented tin can. Yeah,
0: he w- <laughs> he had a pituitary gland issue. Oh boy, you know just, I, mean, was, I think
1: he might have been Croatian. So like, oh, oh, it's
0: when the wall came down. He was in a he was in a what's whatchamac- he was in a uh, what's his name Billy Crystal movie yeah. with giant and he's giving
1: a hug. Oh, looked gentle like a giant, mangled, who's tall. like a mangled <laughs> potato.
0: Yeah, not a handsome man. No. I think, was he Romanian? I think he might have been Romanian. I think so. Because I remember, yeah, it, it
1: was in the wall. Mirasan, he might have been some sort of French too. The French. Well, re- re- I, my I family. think
0: Romania is a. Uh, I think its a, its language is related to France.
1: That's my fucking great. So you do you remember fucking Charlie? Uh, Charlie fucking, God damn it, he's Charlie Saturday on Twitter, but fucking uh, comic, big Charlie Callus? No, <laughs> no, no. He but he had a joke where. He would say, like, sportscasters are always asking him, like, is this the biggest game of your life? <laughs> like, you just hit the final second shot in the Western yeah. Conference Finals. Is this the biggest game of your life? And he was just like, I always like when they ask, like, a Serbian guy that because he's just like, <laughs> Yeah, yeah. <laughs> or yeah. a Croatian guy. And he yeah. was just like, No, the biggest game of my life <laughs> is against Serbia <laughs> because they murdered my family. <laughs> yeah, I mean,
0: that, that war in the early 90s was a That was a big there was concern that that was that's the same area where World War One started. There was real concern during that war. That was the that was a war that was won purely through American air power. American air power was completely lethal. He was Romanian. Yeah, I thought so.
1: Seven foot seven. Is he still alive? Yes. He's 49 years old. Wow. He looks like Jerry Sloan. He looks like a (laughs) a stretched out Jerry Sloan. Yeah, yeah. Well, Here, let me pull up him. Let me pull him up on the, yeah. for the yeah. for the people. He, he had
0: a, you know, he actually had, a, he had, a, you know, a let the stu- folks stats. know what
1: George. This is 2014, George Mirasan. <laughs> right? <laughs> yeah, he's, he's dented not tin can was on. That looks like a coffee can that's been like, tr- like we don't Kicked have a around. we don't have a soccer ball. <laughs>
3: yeah.
1: So we fucking yep. Let's go to the images. Wow. I'm sure we could find one from the 90s. This is Georgie boy. I remember. This is the George Mira son that got swept by the Bulls in the first God. round of the playoffs God. in '97. God,
2: yeah,
0: they—I mean, they look were look at—they were a soft face. basketball team.
1: So I think I saw that hairstyle. He was so tall and so bad. Well, he—he he was a—he um, had a little hook shot. He but I remember his his allure was that like he's seven foot seven. Like you give him the ball, he sets it in the hoop. That's one of yeah. those guys where you're like, how are you not a force? You have a player that's seven yeah. foot seven. How is he not just setting the ball in the hoop every yeah, game? Well,
0: I think it's just, you know, it's you, you got to be an athlete. box him out, man. Uh, that's what uh, Shaquille O'Neal said. He was the strongest guy he ever went up against. It was the most difficult guy he went up against. Was is Umerich. this little George?
1: Is this George Miroson's son? <laughs> is this wow. little Georgie? Look how beautiful his son is. <laughs> well, I tell you, that wall came down. <laughs> wow. <laughs>
0: George, you got he looks like his mother for sure. Yeah, obviously. I think his I think his uh (laughs) Well he looks well portioned. You goddamn right, George Marisons shines. But where where do you play basketball?
1: Where does he live? He goes to Georgetown now. Oh yeah, so he lives
0: in the DC area.
1: Yeah. Wow. Look at his father. Yeah. And look at him. This is incredible. Yeah, it can't be him. I know. Yeah, that's a weird contrast. Yep. I mean, he's got the face. You could see that fucking caveman's fucking structure to his face. <laughs>
0: but you can, he probably has some ability. He played D1, you know. <laughs> wow. I, I remember Mirasham being a freak show. They have Manute Bull.
1: Look at that fucking uh, picture. Bullets look at Manute Bull. Juan Howard's like six foot eight.
0: Yeah, like, absolutely. Look at them. I know, exactly. Look at
1: this. This is beautiful. Is that Vince <sighs> Carter. I love it, man. Those
0: old, those old Bullets uniforms from the 70s dude they need to go back to the are, are Bullocks. fuck man. a murder rate dude i mean it's yeah they didn't do it cuz dc was well all right now he's getting now he's edges.
1: getting crazy with his hair <laughs> come on georgie what are you doing i'm a georgie Mirasan fan now
2: <laughs> yeah man
1: look at him is that his daughter i think it might be his
2: wife maybe i
1: don't know kids get scared of course they do you're a goddamn you look like you're made of broomsticks <laughs> Yeah, he's a pretty uh <laughs> You remember the paper clip that used to guide you through the computer things? He looks uh. like if you stretch that thing out. So back in the 90s. Oh yeah, I remember that. Yes. Yep. Yeah, he used to help you out. When did those go away? I mean I found them helpful when they realized pe- we people aren't f- fucking retarded anymore and you could you know how to print a picture. Yeah. Um who oh, look at this mustache? Is that Minute? That's Minute. Look at Minute's legs. Yeah, who the yeah. fuck? Those are tits. Two of the tallest people I've ever seen in my life. Is, is
0: he going? Is, is that Jim Peterson or Chuck Nevitt? Phil Nevitt? Who is? Who's the guy for the, for the Rockets? Is, is it Chuck Nevitt?
1: Not Mark, Mark Eaton. Yeah, who is it? Chuck Nevitt. I knew it. How yeah. about that? Dude? Look at those legs, dude. Yeah. You could break bolt. You could kick those legs broken. I, I had
0: such body dysmorphia when I was in high school. This is a true. I I, I, it was undiagnosed. They didn't have a t- term for it. I used to I, I had a cutout picture of my face that I put on Manute Bowl's body from, from a picture. And I, I put it in my locker at school. Seven you know? seven.
1: So Manute and George Mirasan, that's probably why they were sucking on George Mirasan's ass, because he was the size of Manute. Oh, yeah, Bull. yeah,
0: yeah. Manute Bull played for the bullets too. And he was a game changer because he used to block shots. He could block shots well actually.
1: Yao Ming, poor Yao Ming and his feet, dude. He could have been a oh, real hey, oh, legend. Oh yeah,
0: he was a he was a great player. Is that Sean Bradley? Yeah.
1: <laughs> seven six. Jesus Christ.
0: Well, it's just, you know, it's hard to run up a court. The like original
1: that. Twin Towers, right?
0: Yeah, yeah. There's Ralph Sampson and Olajuwon. And Olajuwon was only 6'10". I though. hate Rick, Rick Smith with a fucking passion, uh, He dude. was a good player, though. You know? If
1: you want to put a face to white nationalism, I guarantee you <laughs> it's Rick Smiths, dude. The
0: Dutch are a tall people. They're tall. I took it as a compliment when I was over there. People started Mark speaking Eaton? to me in Dutch. I
1: love how he's next to Kareem, and it's just like, yeah, Mark Eaton. Yeah, Mark Eaton was
0: 7'5". Uh That was one of the few teams that actually, the Jazz used to give the Lakers a tough series back The
1: then. Utah Jazz, the yeah. birthplace of Jazz. That,
0: that that was like young Carl Malone, young John Stockton, and then uh, and a tall, uh, tall <laughs> Mark Eaton. I'm Frank truly Leiden blown away at how
1: hot his kid
0: is. <laughs> that he actually could turn out to look like such a handsome man, right? Yep. You think he'd be creepy if I followed him on Twitter? <laughs> <laughs>
3: yes. <laughs>
1: George Miroshensky. I want to have him on this podcast and only ask him questions about his son.
0: <laughs> well, my son, I am very so proud of him. how tall is he? <laughs> well, fortunately, he's yeah. a combination. Am I, am I slipping into Arnold Schwarzenegger now? Yeah. I, I don't do I used to do voices well when I was young. Don't do. it I well, did nah.
1: before my voice changed. Puberty fucked my impression rate. Just, just like <laughs> fucking Peter, on, ba- on the Brady Bunch. You know. Yeah, they <laughs> recorded a hit when he was on puberty. La 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 All right, la, 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 la. we're gonna ease into casino. We <laughs> those, got casino. Those are my references. I have a whole page of this week in TV history, crow. We've oh, good I like stuff it. Yes. coming up. Let's do that. Uh, I mean, we've gotten away from that. Let's do it. Okay? Let's do it. So um... let's go. Let's go to.
0: This is casino. This is where the money
1: is. You know something? So to lead it off, back something I found interesting because TV don't doesn't do this anymore because the networks aren't in control so much. So in 1955, ITV debuts. This is the first, I believe, one of the first broadcast television stations. The BBC wasn't doing TV yet. Wow. Yeah. So ITV debuts and simultaneously... BBC radio one kills off one of their biggest soap opera radio stars and they say it was to kill the fucking opening of this TV channel but like I just found that interesting that BBC used this one show like this lady was the most popular person in fucking England at the time yeah and because he wanted to shut down some opening they were like by the way we're killing your character off and you're not working (laughs) like that's wild dude yeah yeah
2: yeah and yeah. they
1: deny it to this day. Like if yeah. you look up, it's like big British news of like why was so and so really killed off?
2: Interesting. Yeah. No. Yeah.
0: Yeah. I. Uh, but you know that that's also that, that's a reveal of the media. You know the media is just another. It's all it is. This is when I realized: the media was just another uh, avenue or another forum for elites to do battle, yeah, run for, by for, the globalists. You know. But, no. It was just basically el- for elites do battle through the media, and it was I didn't realize that till I actually worked for the city of Chicago. So I actually got the hands on experience of like, you know, there'd be like news stories that would break on stuff that I was working on or that I was aware of. And it was just that sounds like and, and something like, a
1: screenwriter on Coke would say elites do battle through the media and but, then they go. <laughs> but they
0: do. I mean, it's another forum for the elites to to attack each other. You know, uh, it, it's a little more open. But yeah, I mean, obviously that that's Trump has won enough of that, you know, that he uh, has enough of a presence that he can shift it and move it. It's crazy. It's so, it's pretty amazing. <clears throat> then we're going to right
1: we're now. getting into some show debuts. A lot yes. of shows debuted this week. Yep. Well, I believe it. We it's, got.
0: It's, it's late September. Yeah.
1: 1957. Maverick. Uh, fucking. That was fucking. I think uh, I could pull it up, but that was like another famous actor it's got his start in that. But then we have 64 Men from Uncle. 76 Charlie's Angels Crocious. This next one is really gonna tickle your 76. heart. 1982. What do you think came started in 1982? Hill Street Blues. No family ties. Family, family
0: Family Ties, yeah. I believe that. Yep. Family
1: Ties debuted this week yep. in 1982. I believe that. Yeah. No, Family Ties was a huge show. What else debuted in 82? We have Knight Rider yep. from 82. Yep. Um That was a cutting edge show. Rider. Uh Hill, Beverly Hillbilly's 62, Gilligan's Island 64. 56 is Hawaii five o. God, that or 68. That. No, 68. Yeah, because it's it Hawaii like
0: I used to like Hawaii 5 0 when I was a kid. I, I like the to me it was a good cop drama. It was like exotic. You know, they're an exotic location. You know, that was that was that big the beginning of that, you know, a place you wouldn't normally go to. That was like the glitz of Hollywood being fed to you,
1: you know. So <laughs> nineteen seventy seven, big moment. Yeah. big moment on this show big moment in reality first episode of the love boat
0: yeah i believe that i believe that absolutely ran from 77 to i believe 84
1: and has been you know? on <laughs> get tv or me tv or nick at night ever since
0: everybody should watch an episode of love
1: boat? yeah because it, love boat was famous for having like tony danza would be the guest <laughs> exactly
0: star. Yeah. It, it was a place where all these like B and C level celebrities would get a paycheck, which in a weird way is kind of ingenious. Yeah. Like you're sort of endearing yourself to a certain caliber of actor, which is fine. You know, that's okay. You know what you are. That that's your fucking wheelhouse. Okay. That's your wheelhouse.
1: You think Tony Danza is talented. Let me tell you about Ted Danza. Yeah. Real talented guy. She called him Ted Danza. Fucking it. One night. Like so like the best mistakes are when someone says it so fucking confidently. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Like she was we were having like a slight disagreement about a character and I'm like, "Who are you talking about?" And she's like, "Ted Danza." I collapsed laughing. By the way, we we have a debate coming
0: up on Tuesday.
1: Yeah, yeah, man, and we still have to talk about Amy Comey Barrett and how she looks like a pioneer. <sighs> uh she has beady eyes her hair looks like it's never seen a drop of scented shampoo yeah in ever ever it's down to her back she probably just has children hanging from it yeah all day while she uh, homeschools them she looks like she was she looks like uh, she was conceived in a butter churner yeah
0: yeah it's uh yeah. Just
1: the homeliest oh. fucking bitch you've ever seen in your entire life. Do you know? And that's why those religious people have a fucking chip on their shoulder. They're all gross, dude. <laughs> Hot people don't give a fuck about this. <laughs> Look at AOC, dude. Cute, huge tits, dude. She's yeah. liberal as fuck. Yeah. Yeah.
0: But the whole thing with uh, what is disturbing to me. Well, first off, Obamacare
1: is going down. Gay marriage Obamacare is going is down going eventually.
0: Down. And, and, and I kind of think, uh, but you know some Roe v. Wade... Obam-
1: Obamacare is not going down? No, gay marriage is Oh, no, yeah. Obamacare is gone, which blows because my dad gets good health care. My dad, as you know, is being kept alive by health care right now. Yeah, it's just... So if his Obamacare goes away, he could die sooner.
0: And, and, and you're going to do that on the heels of a pandemic.
1: So I'm saying uh, right yeah, now, subscribe this. to this YouTube channel or my dad will die.
0: That, that has... Uh, I mean, genocide's a strong word. Genocide's a strong word. But you're allowing the herd to be thin. Yeah. He's watching this episode, though, by the way. It, right? I just want to
1: say, Pop, you're not going to die,
0: love. You know? But, but, you know, but you, I mean, it's just like, to do that, because so they want to go after that. Roe v. Wade has been attacked so many times, and there's been so many legal challenges. It's just been, I don't know how much more they can do with it or what they can really do with it, you know? So, the, the uh, legal experts, I was watching them on the Wall Street Journal, their app, and they were saying... Uh, roe v wade probably won't be gone but obamacare they're fucking going after that they're going after obamacare well i think too they went
1: to trump and they said if you do this it doesn't matter if you win the election like you this oh this is like your home run it's like Like, i think someone probably came to him and was like dude you're you're gonna get fucking wrecked in this election like it's just not his
0: his his inside people know that he's gonna lose like so they, they
1: probably went to him and they were like dude do this and like just fucking concede the election. Like this is your, yeah. Uh, Like John ID said, a six, three majority and 200,000 dead. That'll be your legacy. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) You know, I mean, it's uh, you know, and he's
0: a, he's a gross human being, you know, Uh, five of the Supreme court justices have been picked by presidents who didn't win the popular election. These are people that the, the the mass, the will of the people is not being served. You're going
1: to have, Amy Comey yeah. Barrett just sitting on her chair. It's going to be made of vaginal cobwebs oh, at some point. She's
0: got seven kids. You know yeah. what I mean? I mean? She's, you know, and it's like those conservative intellectuals, they are a different type, man. They're a different breed. They're not stupid. That's for sure. So it's the Trump administration that's suing over
3: the Obama care. that's That's the case that's going for the Supreme Court. It's been brought
1: by the Trump administration. Yeah. <laughs>
0: I actually the, the procedures of that I actually don't know. Yeah, maybe I, I don't really know. I don't really know like what the legal kind of process is of where it has to be introduced and how it works its way up. You know. It's, it's in front of the Supreme Court now. Oh, god.
3: Uh, god. Well, cause this is a continuation of last year where they said you can't. We're not overturning it because of paperwork error. Yeah. So yeah. Yeah. Which in theory, a Biden administration would be able to pull back and say, "No,
0: we're not pursuing." But that's why but I wonder are they going to then try to hop into it quickly? You know, and and do it before the election or before any sort of inauguration, you know, and just like address it now. But usually their big decisions are made like in late June and stuff. You know what I mean? Like that that's when they make their substantial decisions. There's always like four or five that are like big. They're making decisions through the year, but the end of the year is is always the big time. So maybe the timing of that, if Biden wins, I just, you know, the the thing that's been put out this week, it's made me stressed out. And I always known this. Even if he loses, he's going to just claim fraud. Is he going to leave? Would he actually leave if he lost? And, uh, and and I think there's a real there's a guy, I was reading an article in the Atlantic. And I'm like, Jesus Christ. I mean, it was just they made a very compelling argument. Of, this is how this guy thinks. I'm yeah. Like, and he is going to make it a, a uh, like a constitutional thing. I mean, it's a real like authoritarian bid, you know, which is Amy
1: Comey Barrett's going to be on the bench just embroidering scripture while they <laughs> fucking.
0: <laughs> you know, oh, I mean, she's got that. Again, that religion thing is just oh, it's just so rough, man. It's just so as we watch Joe Pesci,
1: yeah, kill. This is how you deal with it. This is, dude. Shit like this would probably get Trump's dick hoard. You know, he thinks he can do that. Yeah, <laughs> but I, I, this debate
0: on Tuesday, boy, it's uh, just stay upright, uh, Biden, and try to like not lose your train of thought. Well, it's gonna Cause, happen because because this is you know some this is also Trump's moment. I mean, Trump is. You know, he's a TV personality, you know, and he, if there's one thing he might be able to pull out of his ass, but I got to think his I think it's going to fuck state, with him not
1: having a crowd.
0: Yeah, yeah, he won't be able to sort of, yeah, 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 yeah. He
1: can't yeah. pull back and do his little fucking, I'm taking a shit faces when he fucking-
0: <laughs> When he was he basks, debating, he, he was bask, debating. He's a basker. Yeah, yeah, his whole, his, his level of narcissism is really- It's it's hilarious. Yeah, it's pretty amazing, you know, and and like and it's intricate and it's just it's bizarre. It's really odd. It it is. It's I'm sorry. And this is going to sound very harsh. And it's with with Trump supporters who just hate me for saying this. It seems like like it's not evolved. <laughs> it's more base and it's it's, well, yeah. it's, 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 very imp, oh, it's amazing. You know, and when he debated Clinton, like I mean, the stuff he was doing, when he was standing behind her and like, had, like making his presence felt like in the background, when she was like in the foreground and what he was doing with the, like, I mean, that's his forum. Like TV is his thing. So is he able to pull one of those out of his ass that makes people think, no, this guy's okay. You know, he won the
1: debate. It's just, uh, oh. I, so here's here's something that happened that would interest you because you're the yeah. big war guy, Mildred Gil- Gillers, known as Axis Sally, a third right a uh, third Reich broadcaster, pleads not guilty to treason in 1948. <laughs> I love the name Axis Sally. <laughs> <laughs> Old Axis Sally, there. Yeah, yeah. What Axis, a- <laughs> Axis.
0: What a time, man. We're like it got taken over. I, I tell you this much, uh, the U.S. didn't fuck that up. The U.S. managed that, I think, actually relatively well, like, making West Germany a force I and mean, having a strong military presence there was still important for the United States. You know, And that's one of the things that Trump is like, he's trying to like rip apart and or like not rip, but, you know, he wants to affect NATO. It's like, holy shit, man. I mean, NATO is, is like the cornerstone of like global peace, you know, but it's kind of losing its status with the rise of China. It's crazy.
1: So in, in 1969, how excited do you time. think your dad was about Butch Cassidy?
0: Uh, my, my father liked that movie. Came out in 69.
1: Yeah. This week in 1969. I, I was. Uh, you think he banged your mom four, after I, that? I was
0: probably. I was five months old. It's five months old. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe. I mean, I, I I think he had checked out of the marriage. I don't, he probably checked out by about 73, 74. 1990. <laughs> He's a 70s dad, man. Such a 70s dad. 1990
1: Ken Burns Civil War. He entered the zeitgeist. You probably remember remember that. I remember that. Was that like a big deal of like, we're going to have this boring. It's not boring, but it's long. Yeah,
0: it's long. It's long winded. Uh, Yeah. I remember that being watched on PBS and like, you know, like appreciated. Dude, I
1: remember my stepdad had, this is the one of the few very positive things I got out of my stepdad. He had the, book version of ken burns baseball yeah and i remember when he used to let me look at it like i would absorb every page of it yeah like yeah it goes perfectly through the eras like yeah. i just remember yeah. memorizing this book Oh yeah. And then they had a football version that was like at my library at school that like yeah showed the Sammy Baugh era <laughs> and it showed this random game that they played at the Chica- that they played at Chicago Stadium yeah, yeah. on dirt.
0: Yeah, yeah because I think cuz the weather was so bad they played on an 80 yard field. I think like Sid Luckman might have been I the quarterback. I think that's one
1: of the games they won like 71 to 2 well, or well, yeah, something was, like that. They
0: won 73 to nothing like you got to understand the 40s the Bears were a force. They were running the T. They were a we're force. We were running the T down that. Throw. You know, I think they, I think they want it was it in 40, 41, 40. I think it's called the A-frame offense or something <laughs> like that. The wing T, you know, but no, but uh, Luckman was a decent quarterback. That That's when they were great. And they blew out the Redskins. They also were in the NFL championship Who? A times, too, and lost. Sorry about that. Um, the, I don't give a fuck. The, <laughs> they were the Redskins. They were that the time. Redskins then.
1: You can't say that <laughs> and now. They, they
0: were until two months ago. People. Now, now they're the Washington. <laughs> they, were football team. In the 30s, Snyder, they were that way in the nineteen thirties. You see, Daniel Snyder,
1: such a fucking scumbag, fucking uh. opportunist. He goes, well, it seems like everybody's taking to the Washington football team, so we might just keep it if it's. He's basically saying if the merch sells high enough, we're just going to keep Washington football team. Oh, God, that, that, that's such a when the real scumbag capitalist would be like, no, they're buying this shitty merch. <laughs> Let's make them buy more when they fucking, when we're become the red tails or whatever. Yeah, the yeah, fuck. yeah, yeah. Well, when well, we finally do. buy the copyright from this 12 year old boy that apparently has it.
0: Because <laughs> we're all rats on the, f- on the food pellet. You know, we're just like, you know,
1: hitting it. Oh, bring it down. You know, it's just- I was thinking about that at work today because I was I was just thinking about yeah. the rhetoric of the election. And ever since I was born, and this is, I think, why I always sided with Democrats and liberal shit. I just never understood I always look at it from the criticism people on the left don't like Republicans because they do fairly underhanded nefarious shit. Yeah. For selfish reasons. Yeah. It would be different if you really wanted to take over the world, but I feel like they just individually <laughs> are so selfish Yeah, that you have so many individuals just rigging their little systems that they yeah. live in. Yeah, exactly. That it just corrupts everything that, 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 that to me, yeah, you're speaking the end. Yeah. The reason the right hates the left is because they're pussies and they spend a lot of money. Yeah. (laughs)
3: Like,
1: that sounds like something an awful parent says. Like, (laughs) that just never computed with me as a kid. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That whole argument that
0: that they're fiscally responsible with Trump holds no water. I even understand if that's
1: something you want to hold your hat on, that like... So hollow now. That's like if you want to yeah. have your platform be like, dude, these Democrats spend a shitload of money. Fine. Yeah. But it's not like they're they want to do outrageous shit like fix highways. I know. <laughs> and like make sure that people but don't schools die. are actually yeah, in good yeah. shape. Yeah, yeah. And yeah, maybe yeah. fix schools enough that they could be free? Yeah. <laughs> like that blows people like I don't get that even if you want to criticize it, but to act like it's going to end the world. Yeah. If we spend a little bit of money and build a yeah. giant light rail system, yeah. it may cost $3 trillion, but it will make more. Yeah. You know how often I'd ride a light rail. If you could just ride to Montana in three oh, yeah, hours, yeah. <laughs> that would be sick, dude. Yeah, <laughs> Japan did it, and they're weird Japanese people. Yeah, the, <laughs> in that's what a- an American would say. That's what I would yeah. say. <laughs> well, are you gonna let these fucking Japanese people get the like, get in the well, light rail game over that's you? That's a whole other thing, too. I is- thought America was great. You got these yeah. fucking dirt countries riding riding on light, baby.
0: No, it is. But uh, my good
1: friend from college, not I, there.
0: I love Japan, by the way, he, he, I'm just joking, a good friend of mine was in China uh, two times before the pandemic and his daughter went with him one time and, uh, you know, it was just like, you know, he went and lectured on his book and he said, like, the, the, the infrastructure in China, the airports, like every single one of them is like immaculate, like they're be- the airports here
1: have been beat up. my buddy. They've been they've been this worn, dude I know out know? here at comic Zach Stein went yep. to Johannesburg when he was a kid. And he said, like, he goes, when we went, I was figuring, like, oh, it's Africa. This is going to be a fucking shithole. Yeah. And he was, like, the Johannesburg Airport. He was, like, it was the nicest building I had ever been in up until that point in my life.
0: Yeah, yeah. No, I mean, those airports, they go all out, and they're the crown jewel, you know? And it's, like, here, man. I mean, well, I think I've told you before. To Cleveland?
1: <laughs> I'm a soccer I fan, have. so I always see, like, Emirates Airlines, yeah, Qatar. Yeah, like, you see yeah. all these Middle Eastern Airlines. And I used to think like, oh, Emirates Airlines, that must be like a shack in the sky. Like yeah, that yeah. must be such a garbage airline. No, no. And it, then you look like, it up and it's di- it's the be- best uh, China Airlines and Emirates, I think, are one and two, like best yeah. airlines in the world. And I've looked up why the United States will never the closest they ever came was uh, fucking fucking what? Uh, Pan Am. Pan Am and the reason all that shit died out here is because a they went for profitability over customer service yeah and the reason those Emirates airlines are so hoity-toity and nice is because they put passenger uh, comfort over everything which means yeah no fatties yeah no uglies yeah they're very discriminatory in their hiring process it's all hot people giving you your fucking pillows yep but a lot of, all from all the shit I've read, they said in the long run, as far as the mystique, like that matters in the long run yeah. of like they've never budged from that. Like yeah. when you ride on Emir- Emirates Airlines, it's you're it's beautiful people on a beautiful plane. Like yeah. it doesn't matter how much it costs or how much you don't like it. You're going to like it. Yeah. Yeah, you're not going to care about the discrimination when you're taking a fucking shower on a plane. Yeah.
2: <laughs> yeah. And
1: the and the <laughs> yep. the stewardess are paid well. They have. Oh. And I've heard unions, uh, people like unions busting out here was a lot of the reason why the airlines failed. Yeah, because they yep.
0: they have garbage unions. Well, I can tell you my uh, a good friend of mine in Chicago worked for um, uh, a, a model built an architectural firm. He, he ran their modeling shop. You know, occasionally they had the need to build an actual model of the building still. And he builds like very kind of intricate, good models. You know, he's applied his art. And so he had to do a build. It was a 40 story off the grid green building uh, at the United Arab Emirates at uh, Abu Dhabi. So he got to go there and he flew a first class on like, I don't know what, it might have been Lufthansa. It was a good airline. And he said it was just pretty amazing. <laughs> it's a pretty amazing experience. You get really good food, these good cookies and stuff they have. Plus, they have great booze. And the booze is flowing, man. People are getting hammered on the flight. And at first, it, it's just nice. You know, he said it was a great trip. I, I've never, I've always been like a Southwest guy. Like, I ah, just get me on there, you know. Yeah.
1: I'm trying to find the article I read of like, they were giving step-by-step like reasons of why airlines are different in America. But yeah, it was just in a broad sense. It was just like, they
0: deregulated it in the 70s. It was basically like unions and like, and they basically larger
1: said when, when they went with, uh, Pro, like they went with cheaper tickets, like they wanted to lower the tickets so people Absolutely. went more. Like they just went with qu- quantity over quality. Yeah,
0: it, it basically it was uh, it became Greyhound. You're, it's just a exactly in the sky, they said know? it like yeah. that.
1: They were like in the eighty in the sixties through the eighties, flying was a very luxurious thing in well, the United States. In the
0: eighties, it started to change. But I remember being a kid in the seventies and flying, and you got a good, yeah, it was a decent
1: enough. But then meal. they basically said they were like in. Sometime in the eighties and nineties they realized you can make more money if you just make it like a bus in the sky. Yeah. And
0: just you know put and them like up there. Bare bones, twenty They'll seats of alcohol. Plane. But they don't they don't give you the food. Yeah. You know, and, and the services, you know, it's... and then
1: they also add it in, and then you have like the hiring process is a lot broader now. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. those stuck up people who don't want to look at ugly people are not gonna fly on they're gonna take the Hoity toity airlines. Yeah,
2: yeah.
0: I uh, you know,
1: yeah, I definitely
0: a step remember up for me was Continental
1: Airlines. Absolutely.
0: Better, remember Northwest Airlines? Yeah. Northwest TWA. They, that, that TWA was based in St. Louis. Northwest was based. I flew in on TWA
1: after that fucker crashed. Wow. Yeah, I remember that in '96. That, that one? killed the airline. They yeah. went down after that. Yeah. Yeah. That exactly. was the last big, big plane crash, I, right? Uh, you, wow. I
0: don't know, man. Uh, uh, that, that was a big one. I know Let's that see.
1: much. I mean, I the, always look this up because I'm terrified of flying. Yeah. So before I fly, I look this shit up. Yeah. To, to ease myself.
0: Yeah. No, I used to really be terrible. I, I, I don't like it, but I used to really be afraid of it in my 20s. I don't know what it was. I'm it fine.
1: Was... I am dr- I have to like. This is when Sharon Stone be was Be still. My cousin told me a story of her mom. It's my great aunt. Uh, Whenever she goes on a plane, she sits there and just grabs the things and kind of chills. And my cousin goes, Mom, you can let go of the seat. And she goes, No. I'm keeping the plane in the air. Yeah. Like, that's my mentality the whole time. Like, I don't make, when I walk, I, I, like, I'm not, I get weird when people walk and you could feel the plane bounce and I'm just like, dude. Yeah. Yeah. No, I know. I know. Yeah. I, yeah. It just sounds so shoddy. Like, you mean you're going to rocket me across the country in a metal tube (laughs) with just the wind? (laughs) Get the fuck out of here. And we're going to be going. Four hundred and eighty miles an hour. You know. miles an hour. You know how I know that because they got a computer that tells you yeah, how fast you're yeah, going. Yeah, but you know, and I hear you. uh And I used to fear
0: it. God, in my twenties, Keith, I feared flying hard. I missed a flight one time. I'm, I'm honestly fly. fine you know?
1: once I'm up there a little yeah, but, bit. Yeah, it's yeah, take off uh, and landing. Once you get those big drops and things, I can't handle that shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I hear what you mean. I, I've also had some
0: rough flights too, man. I mean, because I've flown a shitload. I've flown a lot. I mean, during the the COVID thing, I haven't. But I've flown a ton. And like the roughest flight I ever had, I flew once from D.C. to Minneapolis, visiting my father. And and it was a spring. So obviously bad storms. You can get bad storms in the upper Midwest. You know that. Like in March and April, you can get some shitty weird weather storms. 2009, by
1: the way was Uh, what Colgan air flight 3407 crash near, but that was the plane that crashed in that suburb. Remember the plane that fell out of the sky in 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 Buffalo, New York, killing all 49 on board and a person on the ground. Yeah. 2009. Yeah. I think I remember that. Like the plane crashed and the engine fell on like someone's house. Yeah. Yep. I remember there was a plane crash after September 11th, like in November. Yeah.
0: People were like, were freaked up by but that.
1: That was, I think, this one in 2009, and then the one where that random lady died because her fucking head fell out of the airplane <laughs> is like the last two. Yeah, they're Because yeah, this is from 2019, and it says that the yeah. U.S. airline hasn't had a fatal air crash in, in a decade.
0: I mean, I, I think that there's no doubt you know, it, it's gotten safer. Here's
1: with the odds too, though, that one in 2009 that killed all 49 passengers. Yeah. That's your one in tr- a trillion or whatever the yeah. fuck. Like after that one crash, you're good for like 20 years. Yeah.
2: Yeah, exactly.
1: Yeah. It's uh not, not in Africa. I've had friends who
0: float into Africa. Well, you're flying and, and, on those fucking... And you're literally like, you see the cr- crashes on the... There's like seven or eight you're sitting next airports, to a, like the, the airplanes that are actually in the ground. next to a
1: rhino poacher who's got a parachute. You know,
0: and, and it's like, and literally you look, and it's, it's dotted with, with... I think, was it Legos? A buddy man was telling me when he was landing, there was like four or five airplanes that had crashed. Sharon Stone
1: is such a rotten hooker in this fucking they, uh
0: They, uh, you know, they, they were... Uh, you know, it was... Uh, you know, there would be four or five planes that had crashed on the approach so, and the debris would still be there. They wouldn't get rid of it. It'd be stripped. Some people would try to take the metal and, you know, use it or something. But you would see the skeletons of airplanes that had crashed on the approach. They didn't get rid of them.
1: So you land. You'd be like, oh, there's one that crashed. Like, And there's like four or five of them. I'll be honest with you. You know, that'd you, be pretty amazing. <laughs> and I always feel like a pussy. It's like, yeah, right before takeoff. I get a little religious. Like, yeah, I'm, I don't believe in God. Yeah but when I fuck before a plane goes in the air, I talk to something <laughs> like I I'm, I just kind of, I, I make a conscious effort to just give myself to just whatever kind of like fucking yeah. chance is in this world. I'm just acknowledging that I am yeah. in your hands. Yeah. Like I am in, you are in the breast of fate yeah. when you're flying in yeah. a fucking airplane. Yeah, I know. And I just feel like for, you need to of just like, Everything's out of my hands right now. Yeah. Yeah. So just like hope everybody knows yeah. I love them. <laughs> yeah. 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 No,
0: yeah. No, I, I've made that. And you know, something I have found that that's kind of how I not, I don't say got over it. I still get tense, but my anxiety is about probably half of what it used to be. So it's a more, it's a more magical. Just shaking, anxiety. just
1: thinking about it.
0: Yeah. Yeah. It's, I mean, it's, I, I've also had, a, I've survived. Scott, I had a flight from Salt Lake City, no, the one from DC to Minneapolis, took off 60 degrees. Early April, nice spring day on the East Coast. We land. We land in Minneapolis. Fucking blizzard. It Ooh. is. An, I mean, so we go through a front, and it was like, yes, the Minneapolis airport is actually shutting down, and we're the like, we're the last plane. Like we were the last plane to land, and they shut it down. The turbulence we had. <laughs> I was 18 years old. Uh, it was a type of turbulence that a compartment opened up and luggage fell out. You know, which is like, that's very jarring when that's like three or four rows away from me. And I was in the back of the plane, which is a, was more rough. And I remember I was next to this old lady. It was her first flight ever. And she was like, this is kind of like a roller coaster. Like, she was totally, like, having fun with it. And I was just white-ass knuckling it. You know, when I think of truly, like, this is a rough flight, you know. And and we were really, sh- and, like, I get I get turbulence. When it goes on for like 45 minutes straight, it really starts to bother me.
1: You know, (laughs) the last plane I was on because I've flown more living in L.A. just because I got to go back once a year to go home. So that's fucking usually that's four planes I have to fly on for Christmas because I usually have a layover or a stop off. Yeah, I guess up in Denver or or Colorado Springs or something. Yeah, exactly. So going back and forth to Chicago, you're flying on four airplanes. Yeah, yep. And yeah. I've just gotten, I've, I've learned to just fucking,
0: I, I think I'm, I still get tense, but I, I can kind of just say like, okay, I'm it's, Oh, you know what I mean? Like, Hey, this is it. And I kind of, I don't know, uh, accept it or something, you know? And like, it's probably going to suck, but you know, something it's probably going to end in a hurry. You know, it's probably going to be pretty quick. You know, oh, you so, won't
1: feel anything.
0: Yeah, I mean, it, it'll just be. I saw a. F- you know what made me Although, realize that sheer terror of like. 15 Here's what made seconds me realize, really though.
1: Suck. Check this out. There's a great video on YouTube. I can even put it up. It's not yeah. morbid, but it's wild. So it's these people and they're climbing. They're like taking video on the top of a mountain. Yeah. And they're just like, "Hey!" And then all of a sudden, a fucking crashing plane whizzes by them. And they caught it. Yeah you almost can't see the airplane it goes so fast. Like, it really makes you realize how fast you would be rocketing into the ground. Yeah, yeah, you're, you're going 500
0: miles an hour. You're going you to be liquefied. Yeah, yeah, it's going to be instantaneous, you know, so, which I guess there's a little comfort in that, I guess. Um, but, I mean, I, I just, that <laughs> that plane in, in, at TWA, the TWA one that the movie Final Destination is based on, I think, <laughs> Cause oh, it yeah. shot down. It takes off. Yeah, it takes off and it blows up. And oh, you, you can't cheat fate, man. You're still gonna die. You're a young person trying to uh, finally address with the fact that this thing is not limitless. You know, like you're not you're not a six year old who's pure id or something. You know. So, but but it was like uh, uh, I guess when it blew up, it was the front of the plane blew up and the back of the plane was still in the air for like a minute. For like a minute, it was still in the air. So. The people in the back of the plane, something they knew it was up. <laughs> you know, the people who blew up, they just blew up. But it was yeah. like, you know, so I, I'm like, wow, that. And I guess like when, when the debris landed, hey Keith, when the debris landed, like the back of the plane land, was in front, in front of the plane, because the, the 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 front of it blew up and then it came down and it went behind it, and and then the 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 rest of the body was so in the water, it was under like I don't know seventy five feet of water or something. It's pretty shallow. It it, it was the back of the plane that was in front of the front of the plane. Do you you know know what also terrifies me?
1: I almost would rather die in like a blaze of glory rocket 600 mile an hour (laughs) than the ones where like it lands and then it just bumps a little bit and skips the runway yeah, yeah. and like skids sideways yeah, and then just oh, bursts into flames. Oh, what a yeah. pussy plane crash to die in.
0: <laughs> no, you, you still earned your stripes if you died in that one. I also get a hero myth at that time, too. I'm like, you know something? If this went down over water, i tell you what. I, I'd give my life for six people on this plane. I do think that way. I think that's rather chivalrous of me. It's another way how I, how I deal with my anxiety of uh, flying in an airplane, which I haven't flown in one since uh, January. It's been nine months almost. You know, it's just I don't know. Man, I mean, that would be a fun video to find
1: because you know, it wasn't gross. It was just wild. It oh, was yeah. just like you yeah. don't even see the plane crash. You just like they're taking video and they turn the camera and you just whoom, like you see this it goes so fast, but you see how big it is. Yeah. It would be like if a giant plane was just like outside this window yeah, and like you, it just like crashed. Yeah. Like it's, it's so quick, but it's terrifying. Like I could see Like if you were on top of a mountain and that happened, you'd shit your fucking pants.
0: Yeah. Yeah. That'd be bizarre to see that. But
1: you you get a real example of like, Oh, there's no surviving that. Yeah. There's no, like I'm going to shut my eyes and we're going to skid gently into the ground. Like, yeah, no, it's, well, it's I over.
0: I, I've I've seen like TSA. Is it a TSA? No. What's the National Trans, Transportation Safety Board? That's NTSB. Is. A, NTSB. Exactly. TSA. You know, like like in get out. No, but I was. Uh, uh, that was a woke reference from a fifty-one-year-old uh, Adam Croches. But it, it just. Uh, they said you know they have to go to the, the crash sites after they happen, and they said the destruction is unbelievable. It's just. But it's it's kind of localized because it pretty much is at one impact point and it's just like the destruction is just uh we got we're, you
1: want to watch some dude hunt Nazi treasure. <laughs> Secrets of the third right seeks out a Nazi even, Nazi even I don't go this deep cut allegedly nerd. hidden with a secret. Code. I think
0: Austin has watched all of these. You know
1: This expedition unknown. <laughs> I love the people they talk to. And as as Obergruppenführer Hans Kamler
3: Hans
0: Schlemmer huh? was an SS Fjord. engineer who designed many of Hitler's concentration camps.
1: Oh, His proven efficiency for slaughter earned him numerous promotions, and he eventually <laughs> oversaw the secret weapons project. It's like it's a fight video. I mean, it, hailing it, it, from Cincinnati, Ohio. <laughs> clear this program. is uh I, I got Nazis
0: suck me in every Pro, time. Bro, we could
1: only be so lucky to write those little scenes oh, like absolutely. they have writers like can you write I us five that. bullshit scenes of fucking Hans Gerber reading a document I, I'd do that you know when do you need to buy okay yeah it's gonna be a little we've got 42
0: 42 is so Disney. what do we got it here? is race disnified, man it is disnified race it's so ugh. it's so oh sappy. yeah rest
1: in peace Chad Badwick Choseman he it, was fucking uh you know, he was Jackie Robinson yeah but it's just like you know something I everyone is, deserves a chance. Boy, we got Paramount and VH1. I think we it can is, all agree with that, right? It is Black Athlete Night here yeah, on fucking yeah. Paramount. We have Coach 42, Carter, Coach Carter, and Love and Basketball. Every black person I knew in high school, this was their fucking go-to. Like, oh, dude, this was their clueless. Like, this is the coming. Yeah. This is the. People my age that are black, this is their coming-of-age movie. Really? Love and Basketball? Oh, yeah.
0: W- w- what's it about again? I remember hearing about it. I never saw it.
1: All right. So <laughs> I don't want to get it wrong.
0: Yeah, yeah exactly. Because you you want to lose cred with the people of color. No, I just don't want to our... butcher it. I don't, I'm <laughs> no, not exactly. trying to get canceled I here. No, dude. Jesus Christ.
1: <laughs> All I know is that blacks love basketball. <laughs> God damn it with this long plot. Yeah, hey, man, I get it. Um, the film tells the story of Quincy McCall, who's Omar Epps, yeah, and Monica Wright, uh, who is uh, Sanaa Lathan. Every famous black person is a Lathan. <laughs> that's like fucking Johnson. Oh, or, that's like old money. Like those people are rich. Stan Lathan, this Lathan, <laughs> Leviathan. Fucking, yeah, sorry, you know that was I the know, devil. No, reference. I'm just kidding. Yeah, (laughs) Uh, two next door neighbors in Los Angeles, California, who are pursuing their respective basketball careers before eventually falling for each other. The film is also the directorial debut of screenwriter uh, Gina Prince Bithwood. What else did she do? I don't know. Let's see. Love and Basketball, Biker Boys, Uh, just a producer, Love and Basketball. They didn't let her direct something until 2008. She did The Secret Life of Bees oh yeah uh and then beyond the lights in 2014 hasn't had a strong career post yeah. love and basketball yeah
0: so maybe it's a flawed movie it's a
1: it's <laughs> definitely a cult success you know oh no they well it, it, i mean you, rotten tomatoes gave it an 83 out of 92 views but these are woke guilty white people yeah. fucking god doing these reviews
0: <laughs> by the way uh hallmark what it always turns into an episode of hallmark we we know the show is starting to wind down when we pop in
3: hallmark
0: <laughs> see
1: i want to go to a
0: the hallmark the- when i was a kid growing up hallmark would do like uh you know what quasimodo he would do like the, the hunchback of notre dame i remember i saw the hunchback of notre dame on a hallmark show true story cried seven-year-old adam Dude, hallmark cried. kills it. I ride. want,
1: this is, if I could get into this level of show business, we could this live, is, we could live downtown forever. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah. You could live comfortably if you did this, you know, I could, mean, I I-
1: could have a Beamer dude, an electric car. Cause by 2035, we can't sell gas vehicles out That's here. That's pretty crazy. It's, I get it though. Oh yeah. Dude, um, it's, uh, it, it is. So we're going to do a at the time review by Roger Ebert of love and basketball. Fuck the woke rewoked. I don't trust Rotten Tomatoes because they re review movies. Like, these yeah. are people who watched Love and Basketball four years ago. Yep. And they're watching it with a we need, we have to w- like this or we'll be yeah. racist eye.
2: Yeah,
0: yeah, exactly. Well, yeah, exactly. Uh,
1: Roger Ebert, don't give a fuck. Uh, film critic of the Chicago Suntime, the film is not as taut as it could have been, but I prefer its emotional perception to the pumped up sports cliches I was sort of expecting. It's about the pressure of being a star athlete the whole life, not the game highlights. Uh, I'm not sure I quite believe the final shot, though. I think the girl suits up for the sequel. Uh, He gave it three out of four stars. Uh, Some dude from Dallas, uh, Robert Wolanski, gave it a negative review. The film is built upon transitions so weak and obvious it's astonishing. The entire movie is just black people. Uh no. <laughs> the entire thing doesn't collapse on itself. You want uh to root for it as you could any rookie underdog, but it offers nothing to cheer for. Um yeah. it is kind of a boring movie. Like it's it's I don't know, I feel like it's very uh I will say I didn't understand it as a kid, so the director probably yeah. nails like being a young black kid. Yeah. Because to me I just didn't relate to it. Yeah. Yeah. Like it just seemed like two people playing basketball and then like being in love and then they're not in love. Cause they're both good at basketball and yeah. like he wants her to be, not be good at basketball. So it's, it's a fantasy. because yeah. it's, it's a
0: heterosexual woman playing. Well, in the WNBA, and I think that right? like
1: ends ambiguous. We're like, Oh, oh, she, Are they going to not... stay together? Well, there's no WNBA. Okay. Oh, okay. Yeah, <laughs> I didn't know. <laughs> God, there was at that time. Well, I think when this that is movie he got game era. The, the,
0: the, that movie came out like it's two thousand. So was there was say, a WNBA. Yep, yeah, yep,
1: absolutely. I remember. I, I just, think it was ninety nine or two thousand. Yep. Let's see what this racist guy finishes off though with this movie. God. He also elaborates on the acting. Omar Epps possesses a chiseled body and a blank stare. <laughs> Lathan is only slightly better, uh, but she's stuck in a hollow role. And she's so black. No. No. <laughs> Good to say that. Slipping up really obviously.
0: Horrible thing. Like, like b- Jimmy the Greek style. Jimmy the Greek went out like a star, man. It well, was, he
1: got in ooh. trouble a couple times because he didn't. What The big one was ooh. when he said fucking their birth from slaves. So that's why they have fucking.
0: Yeah. Yeah. No, exactly. You know, yeah, no, Well, that. But then he also had a reputation. Like he threw a couple punches at, at Brent Musburger. <laughs> Oh, that's great! I guess like he really didn't like because Brett Musburger at that time was like he was like almost like Bob Costas, like he was a hot shot CBS guy. Uh, He 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 was really going for a power play at CBS Sports, but he got fired. But they still made him do the Duke UNLV basketball game. Said you're going to go out and do that game, but we fired you because he was going for. I guess he was he was trying to become like the name of uh, of CBS Sports, but that was all because the NFL Today, man.
1: Oh, Spike Lee produced Love and Basketball. Yeah, you know. You know, there's enough there. That's you know? when you when you could get into that, like, I'd produce shit that, like, I'll put my name on it, but I don't give a fuck if it's good or bad. Well, I, mean, I think you want it to be good, of course. Yeah. But it's like, but, you well, know. Spike Lee was very much like the early Tyler Perry in that, like, I'm just going to let black people make stuff.
0: You know, give them an opportunity to yeah. actually express themselves. They have some ability, some capacity. It's, it's, have them get, you only get better by doing it, you know? Yeah.
1: So. Well, and then people owe you things. Yeah. You know. <laughs> <laughs> I have a ledger. Of what yeah. I've given you, what you've Fucking, given me, can you imagine owing Spike Lee your career? How much yeah. pressure that is? Yeah, I have to, uh, well, you know, yeah,
2: I probably.
0: If you if that's what you want, though, man, you just the pressure doesn't matter because it's what you want, don't pay attention. Oh, they're just fly fishing, you know, you know, just out in Montana, just fly fishing. Uh, they're searching for their innocence. I, I think What's-Her-Face is watching. The Supreme Court the Supreme Court nominee is watching <laughs> this right now.
1: I'm reading your tweet from last night.
0: What, 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 is, what, what was my tweet?
1: <laughs> that movie was like Moonraker meets Lawrence of Arabia, something you will never hear ever.
3: <laughs> <laughs>
0: That's what they're
1: saying. Uh.
0: I thought that was a pretty good one. You know?
1: Oh, that's so funny!
0: <laughs> that was a uh, THC fueled one. Man. That was.
1: I had a few. I had a few drinks last night too. Oh, that's great! You know Let's exactly see what the plot of this movie is. Well, I think it's while scouting a dude ranch for the outdoor adventure company that employs her. Is that real? <laughs> that's a job. <laughs> An outdoor adventure company. What would that be? Is this like comfort food for like really kind of it's innocent a, it's women? It's a greeting card as a movie. <laughs> it's it's always based in some sort of fucking like location that's fucking picturesque. God. It's always a love story. The movie always ends with them kissing. No one fucks. Yeah. They fall deeply in love and then they smooch at the end yep. and you just it signifies they're going to bang and have they will, children. They will consummate. And don't. And the this will never end. Never.
0: This, this oh, is, oh, oh, <laughs> meaning This relationship will never, never. end. Never. It's now codified. It's true yeah, love. Yeah. It's, you know.
1: <laughs> so she rediscovers her passion for the great that, outdoors. So man, she's probably just this, she's wrapped up in this company. This. She's in the outdoor adventure oh, business, I know, which is this thriving business. She's so business. jaded. She's got a real chip <laughs> on her tree. <laughs> And then and she meets this rugged outdoorsman. And he fucking really gets her back into the outdoors, but for real. So uh, But she, I've discovered
0: something about myself. But then that
1: helps her in her professional life because then she cares about her job. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah.
0: Well yeah, I, I fucking care about my job too. I just don't like it.
1: <laughs> she becomes smitten with the dude ranch's owner. Yeah. Yeah. What's
0: a dude ranch? Uh, I, I don't I always thought a dude ranch was there was a senator from Wisconsin named Herb Cole. He's a Democrat from Wisconsin for years. He was gay. And extremely wealthy, the Coles family, big name in Wisconsin, worth a lot of money. He had a dude ranch out in Wyoming that was just like his gay. <laughs> He'd go there to like, you know, hang out with his gay lovers. <laughs> That's when, when I thought of a dude ranch, it was like some sort of weird male prostitute hero. Yeah, it was you your know? own private Idaho. But, but I think... <laughs> That, that's where my mind went
1: that's where but my, i think it's that's sort where, of cowboys where, my dude <laughs> ranch is in idaho that's what i don't know <laughs>
0: yeah i'm just like that's where you th- like with her herb cole in wisconsin was uh, so
1: oh so i t- looked up dude ranch it's a guest ranch a type of ranch oriented that's racist uh towards visitors or tourism yeah it's considered a form of agri agritourism.
2: Agritourism
1: business whatever like yeah so, yeah, it's like a it's a ranch that you like a hotel. It's Yeah, it's sort of
0: like uh, what uh, or, so was it that's Crystal didn't. Do
1: you remember the show? Hey, dude, I do not. Actually, dog, let me take you through a stroll through my childhood.
0: Oh, wow. Crocious. This is another. Is it James Codron? Is he doing an ad here? <laughs> Look at
1: this cat. Richard Buchanan, chiropractor. Everybody watching this podcast my age is about to fucking come so hard. <laughs> We all know Hey Dude. Hey, man. So this show used to come on Nickelodeon uh, in the afternoon. It was one of Nickelodeon's shots at, like, not cartoons. It was about a group of friends that all worked at a dude ranch in the summer. And uh, it's just fantastic. Yeah. Do you remember Hey Dude, babe? Yeah. Hell yeah. That's why I love you. <laughs> Here we go. The chick who married Ben Stiller was in this movie. Was in this show. Yeah. Here we go.
3: Hey, dudes. It's a little
1: wild and a little strange. When you make no battle. I'm looking at these actors off. Start your horse and come along. Can't, can't hold around the can't can't can't. Blah, blah. That guy did a few things. Like Singing like, yippee kai, kai Yay. Like the cowboy. It's Ted. He's the, he's the alpha. There she is. Christine Taylor. It's Miss Ben Stiller. What? what, what, what? Till the break of day. Better watch out for okay, the city so kid. That's the, that is the son of the owner of said dude ranch. This guy is a Native American. And you know why you know he's Native American cuz he's always telling you on the show. <laughs> and anything Native American culture. My people, <laughs> like he's always it's real fucking aggressive. <laughs> they really let you know.
0: Till the break of day.
1: You got to wait till the end. Watch out
2: for the Elvis, Jack Rabbit's <laughs> and that killer
1: cat. Tie. I, hey dude. What year was this? early 90s. Yeah, this, I think it was no, over. like probably... by the time it got to me, I think it was over. Like I think I saw reruns of Hey Dude. But this was on like when they couldn't have when good shows weren't on, Hey Dude would be on. That and Salute Your Shorts. <laughs> 1990 89 to 91, 65 half-hour wow. episodes.
0: Wow. Okay, so they had a little bit of a run. They had a little bit of a run.
1: We're going to yeah. do Salute Your Shorts now cuz Salute Your Shorts and this show we're on back to fucking back. Salute Your Shorts is a great show.
0: <laughs> yeah, that's Ben Stiller's wife. She worked her way up, you know. She's, she you know, okay. Got to make a buck
1: in Hollywood, young Hollywood. So, salute your shorts is like, hey, dude, but it's they, they. It's a camp. It's a summer camp, and it's about the the guests and counselors at a summer camp. This guy right here, that Michael Ray Bauer, this fat kid, yeah, he's a QAnon supporter now. He's all into QAnon, white nationalist, right there. Jesus.
3: We run, we jump, we swim and play,
1: we row and go on trips, but the thing that lasts forever are our dear friendships. One, two, three, four. We hold you in our
0: God, uh, this is disturbing. This is like weird 90s kids TV that I never saw. And I, I, I wow.
1: Now Now, we we will share share a lifetime lifetime of our fondest memories. Hey,
3: dude
1: was okay. They all were trying to fuck her. Hey, dude is better than this. Oh, hey, dude was more serious, but this is a funnier show.
3: Camp on, hold you in our hearts, but when we.
1: Wow. Came I've never been in front of a camera. Wanna,
3: I wouldn't do very well.
1: <laughs> it was Camp on Awana. That was the name of the camp. <laughs> wow.
0: That was disturbing. And then at
1: season two, the guitarist of Rilo Kiley enters the show. Do you remember the band Rilo Kylie? No. They're an indie band. They're like real up in my heart. I... He was a child actor. <laughs> He's also in Boy Meets World. You want to know? I'm <laughs> We're going to watch that theme song. God. Well, yeah, well, pop on a Oh, it's Look at this I'm a rugged man Doesn't it seem like Everything is like a commercial
2: Yeah
3: <laughs>
0: The lighting is so It's so
1: fucking
3: bright
0: You know It's so goddamn bright you know, like, you know, it's like I'll get a headache Living in this world You know, my My frontal lobe I don't know I'd, I'd be sneezing a lot It would It would jar my that guy Upper sinuses Looks like you know? a
1: young Ted Cruz Right there yeah. Young Ted Oh god what a scumbag Ted Cruz We're is. gonna have an RG in this real brat cabin Man. Forward as equal partners if Fucking no Remember on. Beto O'Rourke He was gonna be the answer at one point Yeah and then well he's still cool He cusses a lot I think he leans I think he leans more On that Beto thing than like I'm willing to bet less people Call him that than like Yeah I remember I laughed so hard. I was talking about him outside the improv and I was like, oh, yeah, Beto O'Rourke's the shit. And one of my buddies goes, I mean, Robert, <laughs> his name is Robert. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's hilarious. But I like that he cusses, you know, but he uh, I think it's big. Is that Texas he...
0: ever going to elect a Democrat? Is that ever going to happen? I don't it's know. Like a major state office statewide. Is, is Texas going to ever elect like a Democratic governor again? I don't know, rog- Rogan's bringing Senator the blues. Or-
1: is it possible? Okay, let's be honest,
3: but like Joe Rogan not
1: no, yeah. but he could weirdly. There could be a weird because injection. Because all the cities are
0: democratic. <clears throat> and they're major cities. Here's, you know are Here's what's weird Texas, though. That, that's a big thing. You know? Here's
1: also what's weird though. Joe Rogan could oddly. A lot of young hipsters are going to move to Texas now. Like, and they don't want to pay. They like Texas is a place where you could live in a little dell outside of a city. <laughs> you can live in Clute. You know, dro- what, what, what's the closest city to Clute? Houston. You don't want to live in Houston, though. They get fucking raped oh, by hurricanes yeah, all absolutely. year.
2: Plus, I, I don't think they have a part of That's good
1: the, for The pound.
0: city yeah, was beyond. built to flood, too. But yeah, exactly. The infrastructure is going to say it doesn't drain very well. It seems it's, odd.
1: It's- doesn't it seem odd that they built a city to flood and then ask and then they were like hey black people move to houston I, I,
0: I, it floods here on purpose <laughs> yeah i guess it's a you know it's that's where howard hughes is from his germophobia they think developed from that i'm sure that the technical there's name fucking, because it, there was like typhus and crap and there's you know, fucking and like,
1: chemical factories well, the, well, the, spewing the, shit the, into the air this was
0: like well this was like you know the 19 teens when he was a kid yeah and what, there were no uh, chemicals in the teens. but, but, but the point I'm is yeah but but the oil industry was big dirty industry and, and they were like Awful infection breakouts Down there Because it's
1: a swap yeah. In many ways There were still Vanderbilts you know, Around Yeah 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 Probably yeah, <laughs> Like actually. not just Rich Vanderbilts Like Vanderbilts That actually held Steel in their hands Yeah, <laughs> yeah so Not you your know. Not your Gloria's Not your Anderson Cooper's
0: Yeah yeah exactly like The Vanderbilt <clears throat> That was a name that was a main competition between John D. Rockefeller and the Vanderbilts, because he had he had to transfer his uh, his oil via rail, so he got charged too much money, which he didn't like. So then he started making a pipeline. So the very first oil pipelines, I think, on the planet, like uh, yeah, were actually in uh, in like Ohio and, and Pennsylvania with the oil industry, and it just transformed. It was incredible, you know. At, at one point in this country's history. Every single person paid money to a John D. Rockefeller. Every single person, because of the companies he owned. Oh, yeah. He was the wealthiest human being in human history, they say.
1: This is the montage. This is where it's happening.
0: We're coming together. Some good acoustic guitar.
1: Now we're dancing. Turning into a good day. No, They're like Eskimo smooching. Yep, Dude, I saw a couple fucking... Grazing their noses on each other's masks outside. A young COVID love happening at my work. Wow. Crow, today I met someone that I wanted to be my daughter. A little girl. (laughs) Yeah. This mom came in with two kids. The mom was awful and the little boy was awful. She had the double fucking cart. Yeah. And the reason I even started paying attention to this girl is because this was a pretty large kid. Yeah. And she was in the stroller. And I usually am immediately like, what the fuck is wrong with you? Like, yeah. Let the kid walk. Yeah. Upon closer look, <clears throat> I'm just like, oh, this kid might be special. Yeah. Yeah. But then I look again and she's not, she's like, you can tell she's autistic. Yeah. Like an, like, like an autiste. Yeah. Like she was looking at this car and you could tell in her eyes she did this. She looked up at the car flicked the wheels real hard and then in her eye i was like she's not seeing a car like yeah she's reverse engineered this car like <laughs> like she's fucking creating new, like you yeah, saw in her eyes yeah, i just like yeah. i'm creating new technology yep. with my autistic brain yep yep so i'm just going off in my head about just like what is this little fucking genius bitch thinking? yeah yeah like she had inspiration in her eyes yeah looking at this little toy car that's cool and then i'm wiping down her table And the mom goes, uh, "Thanks, have a nice day." And she just goes, "Yeah, have a nice day." And I was just like, "I fucking love this girl, dude. This girl created a a laser with a car and told me to go fuck off." There you go. I love that. I was like, "Can I have your giant baby?" Yeah, man. Yeah, I uh, giant autistic baby. Yeah, I wonder about that, man. Like, all these kids are autistic. Yeah, people. My generation ate too much Molly, and our cum is deformed. So we're fucking just pumping (laughs) autistic sperm into these women.
0: Yeah, it's you know, listen, the country is uh, losing out. You know, there's no doubt about it. But uh, so we'll see how this debate goes. Do you think? Do you think one of them could stroke
1: out? Could one of them stroke out on air? Not on air because there's a delay. They'll they'll go to a commercial. Um, But I don't think Biden's going to live through his first presidency.
2: Yeah, I I I think he's I
1: think someone said, and this isn't even a conspiracy. It's a kind of a far fetched theory, but I could buy it. Uh, Some people theorize that they are basically they're using Biden to win, and then two years in, he'll just resign and give it to Kamala Harris. Yeah, I mean, I I, that like they're like that's their plan. Like they know that that sounds
2: like a yeah, you know that like they
1: know Kamala can't win, so they're using Biden to win, and then there he's just gonna be like. I'm done. That sounds like, like some
0: decent disinformation, too. Although oh, I'm, d- old. I'm just saying yeah, I'm not.
1: Yeah. Yeah. This yeah. is like podcast shit. I'm not yeah. fucking. There's no fucking fact behind this. Yeah, it the, just sounds. That's a juicy. Yeah. And that's not too crazy. You know, like you're not fucking altering the fabric of the country. I,
0: I think it's hard to predict what's going to be what's, what's going to happen two years from now. I of like I, I could I, 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 I could yeah, see I, I, a conversation to, to, to execute a plan like that. I could even a see a
1: conversation between Biden and Harris where he's honest and he's just like, look. Just be ready. Yeah, like, and also, yeah, yeah. We're the, giving you the yeah. clipboard, but you might play. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I think he's, I mean,
0: he's doing it for the country. He's basically, I think he's kind of sacrificing himself because he realizes that uh, if he doesn't win and Trump gets a second term, it could, it, it, I don't know. It, it just is going to get worse. You know, it's just going to get worse. I mean, he doesn't, you know, they're not going to do anything with COVID. It's going to still make 2021 Oh, it'll be awful. through his whole
1: second term. Yeah, it, it's just like, it's, he's going. I honestly think. We're just gonna. We're only gonna get it to where you just have to get a COVID shot every year. Oh, 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 oh no, it. the, the, yeah. It's like
0: a flu shot. And I think, think it's a booster here shot. to stay. Oh, yeah. No, it, it's a fundamental part of our lives now. It is. It's not gonna shift away. It's it's here until we go out. I mean, it'll, it'll be probably managed better in certain ways. But they're still figuring that. I mean, I, I got maybe in today. 30
1: years, like how they had polio and mumps and shit, where it's just like we finally have a cure for this. Disease. Yeah. Yeah. When did they cure polio in that fucking 75. wait, wait My pol- dad got a polio shot when he was in middle school. Yeah, I believe that. Like my dad has his ring up yeah. from his polio shot. It was like a gun that I, they shot. I remember
0: getting shot with a gun. I, we had vaccination day when, in eight, 1980. I, I don't know what it was. I, it might have been for the flu or something. Rickets but, and shit. God, I remember it, it hurt though when it went into my arm and it was all swollen the next day. It's an old shot. They put, you know, I remember like the, the developmentally disabled kids like a were caulking, not happy it like about a, it. a
1: small caulking gun. Yeah. Yeah. And
0: and, and the, the developmentally disabled kids were not. They were. Ugh! I mean, like crying loud. It was like a scene out of Jonestown or something. Remember the horror of like, well,
1: like bro, I don't not know if you know this, but it. those vaccines are the reason those kids are like that. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> you're
0: right, man. No, but but it just uh, I kind of think with Biden, I think he is so old. I saw him speak in 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 Pennsylvania. Watched a little bit of that. I'm like, he has a hard time keeping putting sentences together. You know when he's he's so old.
1: Here's what we got to look forward to, Crow. Me and James Webb. Me and James Webb were chatting about this. 2028 is our year. AOC is going to run for president. We're going to have the first presidential candidate that will have leaked nudes. (laughs) It'll be a wild time. I actually am pumped. Like I think she is like the future. They need to build her up like Republicans build up their fucking. Republicans are like wrestling promoters. They build stars like they make a concerted effort to build figureheads for the fucking party. (laughs) Dickheads like the Pauls, like and Like I know comedians who are smart, funny people who suck on Ron Paul's tank. He's a fucking piece of shit. But like they they put him over they fucking made him a star yeah, yeah and the Democrats need to learn how to put their people over AOC should be all people are talking about
0: yeah you know Well, I mean it's well Obama certainly was a star there's no doubt about that I mean he was but uh, he
1: was a fucking for like he was Patrick Mahomes they didn't see him coming
0: yeah yeah he, yeah, he was pretty much a genius yeah <laughs>
1: But the point is, they
0: are going after... And I look at his presidency and his signature achievement. They are trying to take that down for the life of them. They do not want to pay the taxes. They don't want to have more Medicaid for poor people. I. They don't want to give health care to poor people. And I'm just like, that is just... I just find... They don't want to make it accessible. It's just... It, it, the system is so corrupted that laws can't get written just in the interest of the public good. It just does not happen. That is a naive expectation that I have. It's naive. It, it, it is just... It is... Every industry's bought off. It's all attorneys from that Boy. industry writing the laws, maybe curbing it a little bit here and there. Yes, there's still an environmental protection agency. They don't sue anyone anymore. They don't levy any fines. They don't bring them into court. It's just they give guidelines. Just here's what, here's what you should do in this industry. You're going to tell me industries aren't going to violate that? I mean, it's they're going to pollute rivers. They're going to... All that stuff. I mean, it's just... You know, and they—they was nuts. No, classic liberal knee-jerk response. Dude, it's all good because we're no. about
1: to be mining these planets. So, yeah, well, that's that, why I have my conspiracy theory is that's why he—that's why he created this space force. If he gets a second term, he's gonna start floating out wild shit like mining <laughs> the moon. Let's get we'll, There's got to be rocks on the moon. There's we'll got to be something good. We'll again. make moon concrete. I mean,
0: it, it is. He's. It, it's pretty amazing, and I—I I, I want his. It will end one day. It may end with his health. It may end in a couple months. You know, he may lose the election in in a month and a half, you know, so but but he's uh, he's
1: just going to he's going to lose the election and he's just going to go six to three and he's going to drop the fucking mic six to three. Yeah. Yeah.
0: You know, so it's just, you know, but then God, why did Ginsburg have to die? You to, yeah, you doing? old bitch. Why couldn't you have waited six more months? But I think she had been Dude, holding on. I, she probably She'd held on. on for five years. She probably years, should man, have died some, back in March. Yeah, or she should have died probably a couple of years, many years ago, you know. So obviously a, a strong will, a real strong will. The fact that she died on Rosh Hashanah is a fucking big deal. Man, that's a big deal. That's what That's what they, the Democrats should do too. Trump is obviously trying to split the Jewish vote. Like that's, that's a vote he's going after, you know. Pompeo gave his speech in jerusalem like i mean they are in the religious right thing that's going on here too is just like i hate
1: those coincidences when that happens when like she's jewish and she died on rosh hashanah because that like that's the stuff that leads to people believing in crystals yeah yeah
0: (laughs) (laughs) no i know i know well you know it's gonna believe in something but she uh believe in voting (laughs) yes let's do that people have to get out and vote i mean i've registered and stuff i mean even though it's you know he's gonna get killed here uh, you, you just got to vote. Uh, the Senate's got to flip to. I gave some money today for the Senate. Dude, Senate's got a corner. Flat, Get know? a
1: democratic corner in there.
0: Yeah. 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 I mean, I, it, there's gotta you want be a fucking
1: a, white nationalist rifling through your body. After you yeah. die in a car accident.
0: You know, we'll see, but, but you know how he's going to respond to that. I mean, he's basically floated the, the argument he, and he said this and he's like, yes, I'll agree with the results of the election with Clinton. As long as I'm the winner, you know what I mean? Like, it's just like, I mean, he d- he flouts all of that because his narcissism is. Wh- what is his psychology like in his private moments? What we'll does find he
1: think? that out later. I think when he's not president for about fifteen years, well, he'll be. I mean, someone in his close inner circle and like a doctor of his will reveal tests that like showed that he was a narcissist with such real psychosis. Yeah,
2: yeah.
0: I mean, it, it is. Uh, it, he's like got you said he
1: likes fucking grudge fucking people like he's into like violent sex Well,
0: yeah, well, I think what they say about his personalities that they describe and a lot of analysts have gone through that He's actually a sexual sadist that's actually like a the real story you told. Part. You
1: said he got bad hair plugs. His Marla Maples told him to get hair plugs. Well,
0: I think it was uh, not Marla Maples; it was his wife Ivana. Before, I, Ivana. and they
1: were bad. It hurt, so he said,
0: "I'm going to rape you." Yeah, he fucking raped her because he was pissed off at her. I guess that's the story because he because he got hair plugs, which is this bizarre New York vanity. I'll get hair plugs. I don't like being bald. I want to get hair cut. You know, and I guess yeah, they hurt. So it's that supposedly he raped his wife at the time. You know, so it just. I mean, and it, Eric
1: Trump was born.
0: Oh, Eric. And, and I mean, the, the whole or, the no, kids? that would that would be
1: Donnie. Jr. Those three kids. That oh, my God. Piece of shit. Oh, well, they're they're just so smug in that. Like, it's so it's so clearly a my dad owns this place. Yeah. Type of vibe.
2: Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Which I hate. I oh. always wanted to. Oh, of course, my
1: instinct. Anytime I worked with someone whose dad was like got them the job i immediately wanted to just be like you ain't shit yeah i don't respect you like your dad has smoked crack in my bathroom and i just want (laughs) to let you know that you ain't shit
0: ivanka ivanka wants to rule the world her and jared kushner they want to be some weird political couple it's just oh it's so disgusting. He looks like it's Eric so Trump, gross, that kid. You know, yeah. That guy right there. And so Biden, I just hope he doesn't fumble too much. That That's literally all I'm hoping for. Wow. You know, because yeah. Trump tends to do well at these moments. You know what I mean? Like he tends to bring it up. But he's also 70. Isn't Trump 77 years old? I mean, I, I, I think I Trump know. is. I, I mean, he's like in you his...
1: said, though, someone needs to just like you're mobbed up. He needs to get. You need to get dumb.
0: Well, yeah, but 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 it, none of that works. He just goes and, He just comes back and says the same thing. The only way they're going to win is by cheating. It's the only way they're going to win. He just flips it back on them.
1: 74.
0: Jesus Christ. 74. You know, and, and, and I think- What Biden's, a fucking poor. He's only worth 2.5 billion. Yeah, well, that that's even debatable. That, I, I, I think that's debatable. I what think a it's,
1: poor. You know. He probably pays to keep that Wikipedia picture up. It's a very flattering picture. Look at this Amy Comey Barrett. I'm pop her up just looks like an overdue library book
0: oh yeah yeah i want to see her yeah that 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 conservative
1: woman Ooh, ooh. look at those eyes god that, that is me. those are eyes that 24 7 just see the lord yeah you know like that hair is just so yeah. like i don't have time to i could be so hot but I just, yeah. I mean, constantly making I, 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 breakfast. Honestly,
0: honestly, she she might be the god. If how ironic the one that overturns Roe v. Wade. The one that they opened, won't do it immediately. You know, I, I can't. You know, I, I can't. Uh, I don't. know what to think. I don't. Know. I haven't read enough about it. Frankly, I, sh- I, I should. Two just adopted. Shut up.
1: Oh, she's got two adopted from Haiti. Look at that. You no. Know, oh, she earned her stripes. Anti-abortion, pro-gun, yeah. anti-Obamacare. Yeah, I mean, she's also a hero. she is anti-immigrant and has Trump's wealth test for immigrants. She supports that. Ugh. Jesus Christ. Yeah, I mean she no she's an awful
0: human being. Look at this fucking school the, 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 They've marm. been making this. They've been making this 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 play. This has been the execution of a, of a long game for the Republican Party. That the, they are Those are the know,
1: that is the smile of someone who has never come in her entire life. I <laughs> like <laughs> <She,
0: laughs> <laughs> but th- that that whole like she blank thinks- stare in the christian eye
1: really fucking annoys she's probably me probably it com- really annoys me she's probably a handful of times come close to masturbating yeah but it- then realized that the lord was watching i mean yeah
0: i mean it- it's that whole like christian intellectual and then
1: she said bob can you come in here and lay upon me but she was she was a uh she's had sex seven times because she has seven children. And children she she uh,
0: she uh, she was a a uh, what not a scout what is it a, a clerk I'm yeah. sorry a they clerk probably fucked Scalia. when they
1: adopted the two just she, for ceremony <laughs>
0: <laughs> they uh, she was Scalia's uh, you know one of the many people who learned at the a foot clerk. of Scalia yeah oh he created such conservative legal minds
1: it's
0: fuck Scalia he was a turd you know I mean just ugh. And, she, and she, she was a, uh, you know, a clerk Oh, this for bitch
1: him. is like 38 years old, too. She's, she's 48. Be fucking-
0: she's only she's three years younger than me. You know, it's just it's it, that's why, oh when the when the older generation dies off. When they die off. It'll get a little more liberal. No, it won't. We could they keep being created. People get cancer is all I'm saying. You know, yeah, it's especially I mean, yeah, so we'll see. I mean, I, I, I just, you know, they're going after Obamacare right away. You You think one
1: of those books back there is titled The Smell of Abortion? (laughs) Oh, yeah, she is. The King James version.
2: Yeah.
0: Yeah. Oh, yeah, absolutely. I mean, it's very much, she is of that Christian ilk, that American Christian ilk. All this has got that Christian underbelly to it. And the fact that they're using Trump as a battering ram is uh, sinister. It's actually sinister. I wrote wrote these books
1: behind me. One's called Chicken Soup. Chicken Soup for the Life Starts at Conception.
0: (laughs) Yep. She, yeah, she's, uh, yep. Yeah. She's, so, yeah. I, I think she's a mine. This is a she's big not... goal of
1: mine. I wanted to really make fun of her for a long time on yeah. this show. Good. Make fun of her for a long time. Absolutely. I mean, like, she... I, I never, my grandpa had a rag where he would blow his nose in it. And like, if yeah. it came to life, I feel like it would be her. <laughs> like yeah. you put a wig on a snot rag oh, god and she's just and that's what it would be <laughs> she
0: is uh, but she's you know well-schooled i'm sure she's re- you know she remind you know she is here's who she is she's tracy flick she's tracy flick from election
1: oh and she's that personality dude you know? and conservative men love these plain jane women yeah like this is probably pamela fucking anderson to like you know an uptight fat yeah fucking republican yeah you know Oh, they think the same way. It's. Yeah. Uh, it, what does know, her man. husband look like? Yeah. What is. Because you know? she's got that hyphenated name. Yeah. Yep. Let's see what this fucking oil mogul looks like.
0: Yeah. Well, well no, I think he's a professor too. He's a professor at Notre Dame also. It's very much. Notre Jesse Dame, M. Barrett. See him. You know. I'm sure they're just they're like a total Christian couple. You know, total Christian couple. You know, you know they they shake your hand and have that fake smile and say, "You better vote Republican, or you're going to go to hell." You know that sort of smile that the
1: Christian has. You know, <laughs> yeah. Look at them. Oh my God, that is a get off my lawn.
0: Well, I mean, they're from they're from like New South Bend, you know, where Mayor Pete's from.
1: You know. Oh, they probably egg his house every Halloween. I want Yeah, I wonder <clears throat> about that. You know what I mean?
0: Because they you know. Pete, Pete, you know Branch what is, though, man, is, is a and, th- a star. and
1: this is what's ne- so distant is all these cocksuckers are probably so nice to each other. Oh, I know, face- I know, face. I know, I know, you fucking yeah. pussy.
2: Yeah, 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 no, it's, it's, it's just, you know,
1: I have if I was mayor Pete, I would fucking just finger that ginger's butthole in front of all these republics just make out in front of ginger. these people
0: is his uh, husband a ginger
1: his name is like fucking doyle or something like that <laughs> let's see yeah. i think mayor pete's pretty cool i like oh, him. i like mayor pete i don't i didn't like this motherfucker is 31 years old uh what's his name chasten chasten buddha judge 31 dude Are they uh look at that that is, see, these two fuck. Yeah. Look yeah. how happy they are. <laughs> yeah,
0: it's. <laughs> that is orgy. Do, do they right there. share bottom and top, you think? Do they oh, it's share, all over it? the place. Throat, every hole.
1: <laughs> they you probably know. got a guy. He was in the military. In.
0: Wasn't he in the military? Wasn't Buttich in the military? They probably got a Buttich? couple people Sorry, that exactly come in.
1: Hell yeah, dude. Really he knows chokeholds. Yeah. Look at this, dude. Yeah. They wanted to fucking look at that. <laughs> Fucking old Comey, the Comey Barrett's have never know, felt thinking this. You people like,
0: these figs just coming out there making out what's the turning in Look at this, look at this, look at these two. You know two. it just freaks people look out. Look at
1: these two, look at these two.
0: They are like a gay power couple, there's no doubt look about that.
1: that. Yeah. Look at that, look at that, that, that. And that. Dude, <laughs> you want to go
0: look on. At what, look at those sunglasses that cat's wearing.
1: Look at him, he's got the face of like, Stop pressing your boner into my stomach.
2: <laughs> yeah, yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah. And she's just like, will you please grab my ass?
0: Oh, uh, yeah. It's well, you know, I, I'm sure it's like when they consummate, you know, they read the a, a verse, a verse of the Bible. They yeah. probably read a verse of the Bible then had sex. You think so?
1: Oh, yeah. Watch a little 60 Minutes. You know,
0: maybe 60 Minutes is <laughs>
1: they are old, too.
0: They're yeah. not Christian, but they're old.
1: They throw on. F- oh, yeah. They don't have it. We don't have a television. <laughs>
0: I used to not have a TV for a yeah, while. I you got to get that. You got to
1: cut that out of your life. You know, I, I, I Fucking, didn't. I'm not. I judge a no television person. Yeah, that is a little bit odd. Isn't I it? can't. De- like I've I've been begging Kevin Hogan to get Kevin Hogan to get a TV. He's finally doing it. Yeah. I, I what are you for- doing? I don't like that whole like we'll reread and we do stuff. For 24 straight hours, you don't ever want to just fucking.
0: <laughs> it's interesting. I, I didn't have a TV at different times when I was uh, in my 20s and 30s because I was doing a lot of stand up. So I was just going out almost a lot of night, like two or three nights a week during the
1: week. Also, I was how, do, you know, TV's and then I'd were like out. a big deal back then. Right. It was it was the size of a wall. Well, yeah,
0: yeah, it was big. And, they I, were now, a, and I was like, I just didn't think I, I had other things I like doing. Like you
1: want to watch TV, but I don't have room for a cabinet anywhere. But, but my uh, last girlfriend got me back into TV
0: and now I'm hooked. Watching it dude cables so.
1: what you need this cat this podcast would be nothing without cable.
0: <laughs> this magical uh what's her name again barrett what's what's her name again? what's her? alicia barrett no, amy sorry, comey no, barrett sorry. dude so, i'm sorry <laughs> i'm sorry i'm totally joking I, I don't even know why i said that i you know was
1: <laughs> amy comey barrett look
0: i just want amy uh, amy Co- oh god that's such a good christian we're getting name. to the end here but Isn't I amy just, a good christian name you know? yeah amy. and Yes. Oh, did she cheat on her husband? She cheated on her husband with a
2: married man. And her
0: married and married to a married man. She was a huge Christian. Oh, no. rock In the 80s, she was, she was on T- Tonight Show and stuff. I mean, she had a following. Closing you know?
1: with a classic. Wow. Closing with a classic. What's this? The this Iron Giant? This is Moana, bitch. Oh, oh. <laughs> my name is Moana of Montanubi. You will board my boat and help me return the heart of Te that's what she says to Dwayne Johnson. Is this Dwayne Johnson? She's accurate? so she's Moana. She's a little she is of the islands. she is like a Polynesian. Girl she's Hawaiian. Something? Yeah. The baby version of her is the cutest cartoon character you'll ever see in your entire life. Yeah. So it sets up early on that like the ocean speaks to her. It like parts when she walks into it. But the tribe she comes from is terrified of the ocean. There's like this disease that's out in the ocean and it's about to eat their fucking island. Oh, and it's all about this little stone called the heart of to And at the beginning of the movie. The ocean gives her the fucking heart and then like her parents take her away and it fucking gets thrown away. And then the rock is this demigod who like stole the heart of Tafiti and took it and used its power. Okay. So the movie starts basically with her having to go off. She like the first person to leave her Island and she has to restore the heart to like saying she has to find the rock and they sing songs it's and fucking they save
0: the world from climate change. Oh, well see, like. this
1: is the Island regrowing. So we were at the point to where like it was basically dead. She finally restores the heart and like Matt Lin Manuel Miranda sings songs. Who, who, who's that? Who's the That's th- the rock. Oh, it's it
2: lives
3: i'm sorry about your hook
1: well so they saved the day the lady who does the voice of moana was just some random hawaiian chick who could sing and like yeah so she's the first uh hawaiian disney princess right the first person of color disney princess or something first first pacific islander princess uh, this is a great movie. Who's,
0: the, vo- who's the voice of the uh,
1: of the goddess here? I don't know. Probably ocean. fucking Dionne Warwick <laughs> or some shit.
0: Look,
2: what I did was
1: wrong. Yeah,
2: fucked up. I have no excuse. You fucked up. I'm sorry.
1: That's his hook. You know, it'd be rude to refuse a gift from a goddess.
0: Uh, I'm such a, I, I'm such a curmudgeon. What a fantastic I watch it way like an old man. Like what Crocious, the hell's going on Crocious. here? You want me to show. blow your mind further?
1: Yeah. We watch this movie all the time. Yeah. Like I'll I'll be like, do you want to put Moana on? Like it's yeah. it's a good movie, dude. Yeah, you know I I'm such an old fart now. I'm just well. Then she's from some island country. This is definitely and then like we got a
0: fish hook. What the
1: hell? This is one of those like. <laughs> true blue if you have a kid this is like a great movie to watch great movie for a kid to be into like if your kid's favorite movie is moana that's like they got a good good. heart you're doing got a good heart yeah yeah it's good look the island sentient again it didn't have a face at the beginning of the movie yeah now it's got a face and Uh, then the short before this is great too because it's about two volcanoes that who's playing her again who plays her uh, it's just some fucking God, like I don't think she's done anything after oh. this. She won a contest to be in the movie, huh. like wow. she just sang. She's wow. probably fucking all ugly. No, she's no she, I'm sure. I mean, yeah. No, we'll see. Moana, 2016. See this movie was pre-Trump. Yeah, Jesus. Look how great. Yeah, we, no, yeah, we were solving the world. Dude, this came out great. a week after the election. <sighs> <sighs>
0: We needed it. We, we we've had we've had him in office for four years now. Four years. What? It, it, it's been a pretty bad shit show. Would you agree? <laughs> it's been a shit show. There she high. is. I mean. Oh
1: wait. Let me let me go over
0: this. I mean this this whole the COVID.
3: There's is the, Moana.
0: Is the cherry on top? Oh well yeah she's cute. Jeez of course.
1: Her name is Aiuli Carvalho. Look at her. Carve she's a, pretty, a She's a pretty young woman. I'm at the age now where I can do that now. She's a pretty young woman. She's, you know? she's Not, on a but, Netflix Without, without being now. kind of like a creep, you know, just like, oh, yeah, ooh, you know. Yeah. You wouldn't be upset if your son brought her home. God, I'd, I'd be ecstatic.
3: <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: <You know? laughs> uh, born in Kaloa, Hawaii. Yeah. Um, what year? How? Oh, was she born? Oh, my
0: Lord. She was born, like, in 2001 yeah. or something? Yeah.
1: It's Oh, my God. God. She doesn't remember 911 at all. She doesn't remember fucking she Obama only knows being a elected, world of you know? terror. What a great world does she her heroes are like a black president
2: <laughs> Yeah yeah
0: I,
1: yeah I think of my heroes. Mine's man. Kurt Cobain. he fucking shot himself, himself he face. shot himself in the head.
3: <laughs>
1: yep. Uh, Carvalho stated uh, that she was initially not going to audition for Moana because there were so many great submissions over YouTube. However, an, a, an Oahu talent agent discovered her at a charity competition. Jesus. What a fucking, what a life. Now she what? probably has $350,000. Yep. And that's
0: it. And that No,
1: works. she's done. She portrayed Ariel on Little Mermaid Live. Okay. So uh, some stage and stuff. And then in 2020, she got a Netflix show. All oh. together now.
0: Oh, yeah, yeah. Well, she's got a little career. There's what a little is this happened? about? Is
1: this about just women being together? All together now! All together now! All together now! Yeah, it's just the rainbow, you know. Like all, you know, like all high school cliques where you have one ginger friend and one yeah, black friend yeah, exactly. and one Mexican friend and one Asian friend, and and then you rainbow it up together. You're yeah. the rainbow crew. No, here's how high school goes. <laughs> I know. There's the Asian clique. There's the white clique. There's the black clique. There's the Mexican clique, and they all hang out together. Yeah, <laughs> that's it. Yeah. There's no, well, we got one, this and that. Yeah. It yeah. doesn't fucking exist. <laughs> I'm fine. That's the one thing that annoys me. Like, inclusion's fine. Yeah. Load the cast with all, but this is not reality. Yeah. 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 Exactly. Having this one. What's up? That was my call with reality. You had me. You had, the Taylor, you had But how? But I feel like that was subconsciously manufactured. Like, it was like. <laughs>
0: Maybe they did that, too. You yeah. know what I mean? You check the box off. But, you know, hey, you know, it, it, it's, a, it's a form of social engineering and political correctness. Well, there is now, a little racism in colleges like you.
1: that. So my sister, is, we're half Mexican. So my yeah. sister got a scholarship. Part of her scholarship Good. was being Mexican. And they put her in the minority wing of the <sighs> dorm. Wow. So she was with just, like, Cambodians and Africans and stuff. like all, like, all And she kind of was like she liked it, but she was like, it's a little off the hook. Like she was like, it's, yeah. it is Chicago. Like, yeah, you know, yeah. Like yeah. there are some fucking thugged out people who run through.
2: Yeah. Well, yeah, yeah.
1: She didn't
0: I, yeah. quite feel at home is what I'll say. <laughs> International house was the university of Chicago. Yeah. That was all the
1: foreign students. But I found that weird that there's a minority wing. Yeah. Yeah. That
0: that, that That's a little bit. Yeah. That's not, I, I don't think that, that that's really good. Yeah. <laughs> It looks like internet. the
1: UIC flame is igniting nothing but hatred.
0: But, but again, at the University of Chicago, it was international house. So that's where you actually would find people. They were from all different countries, all put into one dorm. So I remember I went over there a few times. I knew a guy who was Bulgarian. He was a good guy. I liked him. But uh, I, I went over there, hung over there a few times at, at I-House. A guy in my program had to get taken away by uh, in a straitjacket. I've told you this story a million times that guy Carlos from Mexico, a lot of Latin, big Latin American connection uh, with the University of Chicago. It was all the, you know, we're going to take over their economies like Chile and make them very free market, very Milton Friedman 70s. So it has been that logical connection. About six Mexicans since one of them was was Carlos. He was a working class dude too. You could tell he worked his way. He wasn't like, they were like the, like the, the true Mexicans who went to school there looked like, you know, Spanish royalty. I mean, yeah. they were from the elites of their country. But he was working They got Joe, that
1: name, too. You know, oh, yeah, yeah. I mean, it, it's. Your Florencios. Yeah. Your Itzels.
0: Edgardo. Edgardo your, was a guy. Your
1: Itzels. Your Yuris. You know, so he. <laughs>
0: and, and he said, uh, oh, this guy, he, he had claimed he had to get. T- we had this really difficult problem set. The second problem set we had was the Welcome to the University of Chicago moment. You an easy problem set, then they gave you this really hard one that no one did well on it. no one did well everyone like got 50 percent wrong it's their first time not doing well on an exam i mean it was like people were freaking out when the second exam was coming out and i'm i was i rolled with it i wasn't happy about it but i, I rolled with it and, and you know so all this we all hunkered down it was like we got our study groups like three or four folks the mexican students were studying together the mexican students called them up They're like hey carlos you want to come over and help us and and no, no, no. I'm not working on the assignment. I've invented a new form of mathematics. Jesus Christ. He thought he had invented like, like beautiful
1: mind stuff. So let he me invented new math. Let me
0: ask a question. And he had to get taken away for six weeks. So
1: the idea of failing something was so, it's such a stress. Now, do you think someone who's employing people from like a type of place that recruits the University of Chicago, do you think they would care if they failed like a test like if they found out, like if, if one of the professors just let it slide but kept it on the record, like you did bad, but who gives a fuck? And then like a law firm was recruiting a guy and they were like, well, we saw that we see that you've you failed a a large yeah. project here. Would they really hold that against you? Well, it, it doesn't really. I don't think. Like really, I just feel like in all well, in all levels of education they overblow failure. Of like, if you don't pass this, you'll never get a job. Yeah, it is, you know,
0: with when I was in grad school, going to grad school at the University of Chicago, I got decent grades, but they have a 3.0 scale. It's a 4.0 scale, but the average grade is a B. It's not a C. So if you get a three so you're you actually an average you're failing. Student, yeah, you get you're not doing that well. But they pitch it so high. That's
1: so funny because you're probably still a fucking genius. Uh,
0: they pitch it so high. They pitch it so high that like I'll be I'll be honest with you. I had an, an econ exam there once that I think I got like a forty six percent on. That was like a C plus. You know, uh, I didn't fail it. People did worse to me on that. Like the, the were they highest doing score, curves were there any? Curves? Yeah, oh yeah, it was a curve. The average grade would be like a sixty to a sixty five. Was the, and I would typically get kind of the average grade, but my overall grade point average I got there was a three point three. It was a three point three, so I was actually above average. That's what I, I wasn't one of the smartest kids, but no one got a hundred percent either. It, it's a real humbling kid. It's a real humbling
1: process. In third grade, we took a test that everybody did so bad on. She had to grade it on a curve, so we all passed. Yeah. Well. Yeah.
0: Exactly. You know. So it's like. That's what they do there, but they also pitch it so high that if you even attain forty to fifty percent of the knowledge of what they've given you, you've actually attained yeah. and retained something. Like they're giving a lot of concepts to you. So do they
1: take you where they split. Do you get to see where they
0: split the? No, eye? no. I think there is some, something you can do with that, but I, I never did that there. There got to be a gift um, shop. <laughs> Shirts, <laughs> you know. But again, the the shirt, uh, the University of Chicago, where fun goes to die. That was always the line about it. Where fun goes to die. It truly was a horrible place. Uh, I went went to the
1: University of Chicago for four years, and all I did was create a black hole. That's the (laughs) T-shirt.
0: It is. uh, It's also, I have to give it its props. My my mind was definitely stronger as a result of going to school there. There was no doubt. But I broke out in hives in, in college. I mean, that's how anxious I was with school. I mean, I've had horrible things happen since then. Here's the thing about it. Here's the thing about it too. Another thing with, with, you know, a lot of these kids who commit suicide or or freak out when they get their first bad grade, their entire ego has been about being one of the smartest kids. And when they go somewhere where they're not one of the smartest kids, it's very humbling. I think for them, their ego is so tied to that and they haven't had other life experience. I mean, I had worked for five years before I went back to grad school. So I'm right. I wasn't doing that well kind of early on, but I I brought it up and I, I actually ended up doing better than I kind of expected, frankly. Uh, So, you know, I I did okay, but it was, uh, the B is the average grade, and they pitch it very high. So I'd get a 65 on on an econ exam, I'd get a B, you know? I mean, I still got two-thirds of the exam, or one-third wrong. But I got two thirds
1: right. The highest score would be like an eighty. Now, the you highest prob- score would be an eighty. But you probably knew people who, if they got a seventy-nine, they were fucking. They're gonna hang themselves. Uh, I night. mean,
0: it wasn't that bad. There was a. They were a little more hip in my program. But th- but some people really had had difficulties, and there was a there's a real obsessive compulsive side to it where you get into the studying, you almost get like a study high. I remember one time preparing for a presentation there on, on an aggression analysis. I worked sixteen straight hours on that fucking thing. Jesus, with with a Group of four people, and then I was the spokesperson, of course, because I I speak well because I had the the comedy experience. So and then that's always a value that I had that I used. Well, a good and those
1: colleges always throw you wild projects where it's like your final project is create an economy oh, that won't crash. Jesus,
0: that that regression analysis thing, oh, analysis that was such a because.
1: The University of Chicago is very
0: uh, quantitative. It's not qualitative. It's very like you were going to learn some specific specific math skills. here. You're going to take or calculus. Even, yeah. You know, and, like, and you're like, going to integrate that. Like
1: you're, we want you to invent a new kind of math. That type of shit. Like we, well,
0: I, we encourage you to create. Well, yeah. Movie. Well, he, he ended up going crazy. He got taken Hell, away. Yeah. For, and, and the Mexican students were ruthless with him when he came back. When he came back from the, from, the, from the funny farm, as they used to say. I remember there was a time he was falling asleep in class. Hit and heard Chevy a, Chase movie. And there was a guy like, hey, hey, Carlos. Why are you falling asleep <laughs>
1: for, for six weeks? You've been gone like, like saying that in class. This looks like a tampon commercial. <laughs> That's why they're walking with such gait, because she's fucking sucked they're up. Not <laughs> they're not wrong.
3: Yeah.
1: You slurp up that blood. You get more than in your walk. <laughs> It's all about the gate.
0: Is is, is this the Amy? What's it? Amy? No, this is a new one. This oh. is called
1: Falling for Look Lodge. But anyway, romance that. blossoms between a young woman and a workaholic hotel guest. It's all like owners, of guests of hotels.
0: Yeah, because they're always going to some mythical place because their life is so dull and drab. And I just want something to be very. I want it to be, you know, video pro. Look at how clean they are sitting around this fire. A fire, you know, it's like we could, this is actually. Yeah, yeah, it's you know. A, so you uh, were winding down, huh? Yeah, we are. I, I, I'm running out of steam a little yeah, bit. Yeah, you are. But talking about the University of Chicago was, you know, I don't know. It's just, I have to give it some respect. There's no doubt about it that I became a, a better student. I'm so proud you know? of you.
1: We're almost at three hours. Yeah. So All right, man. So proud of you. All right. Uh, I'm proud of you guys for listening. Thanks for hanging a lot of in. Fun. Hope it was fun. We'll see you next week. Follow me and Adam on Twitter, Keith Pazel. Uh, He is Insecure Comic on Twitter. Adam Crocious everywhere else. Follow the show on YouTube, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, and every. uh, KeithPazel.com has the audio and video every Sunday. We'll see you next week.